Nice night for a walk, eh? <laughs> nice night for a walk. Wash day tomorrow. Nothing clean, right? Nothing clean. Right. Hey, I think this guy's a couple cans short of a six-pack. <laughs> Your clothes. Give them to me. Now. You won't be needing any clothes. I've been waiting for you. You're listening to Arnold Radio News, your weekly dose of what is best in life. And now, two guys who are old but not obsolete, the Gurinator and Brandon Crumb. Yaris, Gurinator, it's fantastic to be here. Did you just arrive in a huge globe of light? Yaris, it was like lightning, of course, and it was flashing, it was like... And then yes. it was here. Wow. Was here, now I'm here. That's good. Fantastic. <laughs> Do you feel extra mach- yeah, man, machine-like? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's a great time to be an Apple fan, I'll tell you that. Oh, uh, doesn't it feel know, nice? Yes. Yeah, it's, you know, we, we have a, a whole new uh, Arnold movie in theaters. You know, it's, uh, and yeah. it's, it, and it's a Terminator movie, no less. Not just any Arnold movie. You know yes. Yeah. That rare occurrence of a new Terminator movie. Yes, Terminator you know, I haven't Genesis. been this excited for a movie probably since Arnold's last film. But really, yeah. well, Terminator 3, <laughs> you know, I think that was the biggest kind of hype where uh, I was like, yes, finally Arnold's back because of Terminator. You know, with Terminator Salvation, right. you got a little yeah, CGI yeah. cameo, but this is uh, you know, <laughs> Arnold back, you know, for good. And this right, is, you know, right. back in the real way. And it's been 12 years since the, that one, <laughs> since T3. Wow. So That long. is crazy. Yeah, it's twelve. That's wow. That's uh, I mean, we uh, look how time flies. I know. Fun, I feel man. like we we time traveled. We jumped forward ourselves to be right here because it's been like <laughs> it doesn't seem yeah. that long. And now here we are. It doesn't seem possible. Terminator Genesis. <laughs> so yeah, yep, in theaters, three D IMAX. Yeah, yeah, three D IMAX. Great stuff. Which is awesome. Um. So yeah, yeah. I mean, so at this point, it's been out a week. Uh, as we're recording this, um, we I have seen it twice, and you have seen it once. Is that right? Unfortunately, but I'm going <laughs> to change that here. Yes, pretty soon. Yeah, so this, but like then this I'll weekend, see it again. Was, uh, was the plan? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hope to see it a, a third time as well. Because um, uh, I in, quite enjoyed myself. I. It is, um, it is, as you know, James Cameron said, you know, it feels like a very good, um, you know, successor to the first two Terminator movies, and you know, and I'll put T three in there. I think it's 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 uh, uh, very very successful at what it set out to do. Um, right. It, it was entertaining, you know. First and foremost, I think the audience that I was with had a great time with it. Both times I was, I saw it, um, and um, it just, you know, it it hit all the the notes. I think it, you know, a Terminator movie, it feels like it should. Um, it it did something different. It wasn't just a re rehash, you know, of, of previous movies. Um, yeah, it was That's, it was fun. That is true. Yeah. 
Yeah, we did. We definitely got something that, you know, none of the other Terminator movies had done. And it really kind of took a big step, you know, in, in a direction that, uh, that you, didn't, you aren't expecting necessarily, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think, uh, and also it, it's going to be different to see where they go if they do end up doing a whole new trilogy. Right. Um, yeah. You know, will will they? I mean, I don't know. Are we talking spoilers in this uh, in this podcast, or where are we doing this um, here? I think. Yeah, I think we should. Um, maybe we'll do like kind of you know do a non spoiler kind of overview what we thought of it, and then we get into spoilers right. after that. Um, but yeah, but that makes sense. If yeah. you're basically you know if you're listening to this, you know, hopefully you've already seen it. Um, but you know, maybe you haven't yet. Maybe you haven't got, you know, maybe you're celebrating 4th of July. You couldn't get out to the theater or whatever. Uh, um, definitely, you know, first of all, you should go see it absolutely in the theaters while it's still there. Um, both to support Arnold as we love to do. Um, and because it's just an awesome experience, um, seeing it with the crowd in the theater, um, the reactions are great from everyone at the at the right spots. You know when when something cool happens, when Arnold says says a line that's funny, or just uh, you know uh, referencing you know a previous movie or something. It's it's there's a lot of very good you know moments like that. Um, and without getting too corny or cheesy, like you know some parts of T three did. Um, it, it maybe dabbles a little in, in, on a couple things, but, um, but I don't think it crosses over mm-hmm. too much into that territory. Um, and you know, it's a spectacle. It's a big action movie. Mm-hmm. You know, the 3d, if you, you know, definitely the 3d is worth it. I, I thought it was excellent 3d, um, especially for a oh, yeah. you know, technically post conversion 3d. Um, they did not have a, you know, 3D camera, so, it, you know, it's by nature is, it's, they have to post-convert it, but it, this was a high-quality transfer, you know, they did it the right way, um, because it was very immersive, and, and, and the way that, um, you know, um, Taylor, um, what's his name, um, uh, I keep thinking of different tailors. Randy Taylor? No, no, it's not Randy. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, uh, the the director. Um, yeah, I have to look it up now. Uh, Alan Taylor. That's him. Alan Taylor directed it very well in the the style of James Cameron. You know, shooting it with depth of field. You know, so there's foreground, oh, right. mid ground, background. So it translates very well to a 3D treatment. Um, and I thought especially with the, the way that you get Terminator vision in 3D is really cool. Because you see like oh, yeah. the readout of the display is up front. And then you, you yeah. the, the things he's looking at and scanning are in the background and stuff. So that, that was really effective. Um, but yeah, it's, you know, it's basically you should definitely see it in the theaters. You know, it's, it's not... It's not something you have to, you know. Yeah, you know, it's worth it's worth paying the extra money and, and seeing it while it's out. Um, and you know, of course, it you know, generates more money in the box office, which we could use right now. Cause, <laughs> so it's unfortunately, <laughs> it's not all good news there. But um, 
at least in the U.S., it was, uh, you know, it's still, you know, it beat out the other new coming movies, um, which was basically Magic Mike XXL, um, but it did not, uh, you know, edge out the, uh, the, you know, the huge juggernauts that are Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, and uh, Inside Out right now, um, which are just doing, you know, phenomenally by... You know, any measure. Yeah. Um, so it did not dethrone those ones. Although it came close. It was like all three are within like a couple million of each other for the weekend tally. Um, so just a little extra, it could have come out on top, but which unfortunately it didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it was 4th of July weekend. What do you I, I've talked yeah. to a lot of people and they didn't even know it was out yet. So <laughs> yeah, sure. which is... It's just crazy because it seems like marketing has been pretty solid on this. I mean, you know, we, of course, have a skewed perspective because we're very tuned into, you know, every little thing that they're doing. Um, Right. But I feel like, you know, it's it's been around. It's, you know, the word's gotten out there. Um, And, you know, it's a big holiday weekend. But, you know, there's lots of theories on why it didn't dwell. Like, in general, the box office was, you know, lower for the holiday weekend. Um, so people were not getting out because of the way 4th of July fell on Saturday. Um, right. Yeah. So it was like part of the weekend and you didn't, yeah, it didn't work out that well, but, um, I don't know, but so yeah, you disappointing us box office. Um, but worldwide is the good news is it's doing, really, really well uh, around the world in other countries. So that's picking up a lot of slack. And uh, I think our total tally right now is $135 million worldwide. Um, so, well, that's not too bad, huh? So, yeah, it seems decent for the first week in release. Um, and, you know, it'll, it'll go on, keep making um, money for uh, a little while in theaters and then uh, and uh, do you know the budget like 155 or something like that uh, yeah it was around there 150 something um, so in its first weekend it almost made its money back um, yeah yeah definitely we'll around know, the world we'll, we'll get there um, and uh, so yeah so it's you know, and and I think there was a quote from a Paramount executive, uh, you know, basically saying that they're very happy. You know, that, that it's doing. You know, overall, it's doing very well. So, um, which you know, I'm sure he's probably candy coating it a little bit, but you know, I'm sure they would have wanted to do better. But um, but it's not you know hugely disappointing, um, even though it, it kind of seems disappointing for a Terminator release and a big release like this. Um, it didn't even comparing it to salvation. Um, it, uh, did not do as well as that in opening weekend. Um, salvation did, Hmm. uh, what was that? That number opening weekend was 42 million for salvation. Uh, and this was Genesis only did 27 million. Uh, I think that's the, just the three day total, the Friday to Sunday. Of course, if you include the early screening starting Tuesday night, um, it adds up to more. Um, 
All right. But, yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So you know, numbers, you know, are getting thrown around, and uh, hopefully, it, it has a long tail on it. Hopefully, people, you know, get uh, good word of mouth um, because. One thing that seems consistent, you know, and critics, of course, kind of trashed it for the most part. It, it's very, you know, it has a less than 30% Rotten Tomato average, or it's, it's somewhere around 30. It's been fluctuating, but... Um, so that's for the critics, though. That's the critics, but it's a different story for if you, you know, you look at the user reviews... And everything it's almost opposite it's like two-thirds of people really liked it at least um and yeah and that's been consistently with anyone i've talked to that it has seen it um they enjoyed it too they you know i i really haven't found anyone that saw it and said oh man that was a waste of time um other than you know, right, exactly. Sure, there's random comments on articles and you know different websites and stuff that are trashing it, but they've been the same people that have trashed it since you know it was announced. Basically, um, <laughs> you know, there's certain people that were basically you know decided that they they would hate it no matter what. Um, so that is going to continue to be their perspective. Um, <laughs> And yeah, they just so that's unfortunate. Um, but I went in with you know, I tried to manage my expectations. I was, of course, extremely excited. Um, this is this is my thing, you know, T2 is my favorite movie, <laughs> as is you know, as is yours, oh, yeah. and um, exactly. I was, I loved that James Cameron seemed to dig it, and that's that was good, and everything. You know, there's some questionable things that, you know, worried me, but I was like overall positive, but, you know, slightly reserved just in case, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But I, you know, I went in and I enjoyed it. It was, it was just a lot of fun. Um, the, you know, the, the positives I would say are the, the action was, you know, very good. Um, the sequences they came up with, you know, the, you know, the, some were, you know, the, of course you've got chase sequences and different things. Some are sort of, you know, callbacks are similar to ones we've seen before, but, uh, they did enough new things on it that, uh, it seemed, you know, fresh enough. Um, and yeah. the future war stuff with the little, you know, part we got at the beginning was pretty cool. Um, Oh yeah, That's even like them, they're like dropping those little tank guys. Yeah, yeah. I forget what they're called right now. Right, right. You know, uh, so yeah, all sorts of. So even well, I don't want to go, there. you know, too detail about everything, but <laughs> you <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. like uh, when they're trying to infiltrate Skynet and like they kind of zap those T eight hundreds through the lasers or whatever. Mm, yeah, I yeah. Remember that part? That right. was pretty cool. This, you know, just like. All these different little moments here and there like add up to really fun sequences, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, Some good images. Or even like what they did to get inside of Skynet was pretty cool. Sure, sure, yeah, they, yeah. I agree. Uh, and then the know. the different, yeah, yeah, fighting with the uh, the T one thousand was cool. Um, uh, and the other other Terminator stuff. Um, so yeah, just action overall was was solid. Um, if not the level uh, of the kind of 
James Cameron quite. Uh, you know, James Cameron just is like, you know, he he plays out action sequences like it's a, a an orchestra. Like you know, he's just he yeah. just flows along so like seamlessly, and and it's just like one beat to oh, the yeah. next. He knows when to cut the proper places and set things up so you can see where everything is. So it it didn't quite get to that level, but um, but the effort was there that you know they wanted to do something you know really cool um the um soundtrack uh the score i think was very effective um in what lauren balf did um i i downloaded it myself um actually i was i was playing it earlier i can play a track in the background here while we talk about it Yes. Oh yeah, I remember. You know, I haven't the yeah, but I do remember it definitely having a great Terminator feel to it. Yeah, yeah, I did. This one, this track's called Judgment Day. Very good, because um, <laughs> it did. It had it paid homage to the Brad Fidel stuff. It you, those themes came into it at times, um, but they weren't overused. <clears throat> he, he didn't just rely on those. He came up, came up with new themes. Um, the, the opening track, Fate and Hope, kind of introduces some of those, you know, the strings that come in, um, and, uh, yeah, so he did his own thing, he mixed in orchestra with, um, the electronic, you know, stuff that, that Fidel did, um, so you've got a, you know, a little of both, um, I want to say it's... It's a good blend. It's a, I, I think T three. I also like the T three score uh, a lot, and that that skewed a little more orchestral. I feel like, whereas this is yeah, I agree with you. It there. goes a little bit. It more dips into both. Um, there's definitely some of those cool like, a like mesh. Yeah, yeah. Those and those you know like this one. You can kind of hear both in there. Um, blended together pretty well so um and then sometimes those horns come in like the you know like they did with the um oh yeah the t1000 a lot um and that's always cool um but yeah the score was excellent the you know sound design overall was good um the um, the callbacks to previous movies, you know, there were there were a bunch of them, and some sometimes visually, and sometimes with the lines, of course. Um, but I thought those were all right. were all very uh, very good. There's a lot of stuff to to catch if you know you're longtime fans, um, and and the actors I thought were all good. Um, uh, I yeah, I liked everybody. Uh, very maybe well safe for one particular person, <laughs> but I definitely liked uh, <coughs> Sarah Connor. You know, Amelia Clark. Yep. Uh, she yeah, was Amelia did because the younger Sarah Connor. You know, yeah, she did very well at at playing the both the vulnerable kind of parts of Sarah and the you know tough you know kick ass kind of uh, Sarah that right exactly saw in T two. Um, so, so we had kind of both aspects of that. Um, so yeah, she was excellent. Um, Arnold and the other consistent thing I hear from people 
who have seen it, and even most of the reviews, even if they're negative on the movie overall, um, they pretty much say, you know, that Arnold is the best thing in this movie, like, <laughs> and... No, oh, um, yeah. And... I think I've even seen, like, articles that are like, how Arnold saved Terminator Genesis. Right, right, right. Like, he elevates everything that, you know, just from being there and doing his Terminator thing. Like, he's, it's so comfortable right. for him playing this part. Um, and like when I spoke with the writers at the, um, you know, at the premiere, I, you know, by the way, I did go to the premiere in Hollywood. That was fun. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I don't even think we had mentioned that yet. Yeah, yeah, no, I, we just got into the movie so much. But, um, but yes, I, uh, I was on the red carpet there with, uh, with Randy Jennings. We were the, you know, the Terminator, wow. Terminator duo there. And uh, we got to, to speak to uh, a lot of the, um, the, the people involved, including the two writers. Um, it's a, uh, you know, uh, a guy and a, and a, and a female writer, um, working together on it. And, uh, and one of the things that they said was that, you know, they, they found pretty quickly that anytime they gave Arnold lines, it was just golden, you know? <laughs> so <laughs> what, what he did with, you know, the way he did it and everything. So, so they kept saying more Arnold, more Arnold. Um, so that is very good. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's, um, he's pitch perfect. Arnold did not disappoint at all. He wasn't going through the motions, you know. He wasn't just, you know, he, he still feels great as the Terminator. And the, you know, the kind of the new aspects he brought to it. Because, um, you know, you have, to, oh, yeah. you have to remember, this is a Terminator. His version of the Terminator was sent back in the 70s. And, um, and has been with Sarah, um, you know, until 1984 and then, you know, again, again, further in the future. But, um, so all that time, you know, he's, he's been, you know, trying to become more human to adapt and everything like Sarah, you know, kind of jokes. He's been trying to get him to blend in and. Um, the, the smile gag is one of the recurring things that <laughs> happens. Um, and, uh, which, you know, I thought that was good. Um, it, it was, it, it, they bring it back three times, I think, is three times that he smiles. Um, I think that's a rule in cinema. You do something <laughs> right. three times. Right, right. Or in comedy, something like that. Right, right. Yeah, recurring gags like that. Um, um, they come back and maybe, you know, it, I don't know. It's, I think it was pretty funny the the way they pulled it off. And, and the, the third time they do it, they draw attention to it by Kyle saying, you know, you know, that's really creepy. Don't you do, don't you? And, um, <laughs> so by doing that, it's kind of saying like, okay, we're, we're in on the joke. You know, it's, he's not really. Yeah, you know, it's, it's not supposed to be a genuine smile. It's like super creepy. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> which um, yeah, I agree with you. Good. There. You know, the humor, you know, the humor elements were pretty well done. Um, mm-hmm. Without going uh, into what they did with T three, where he was going into the strip club and. <laughs> And uh, to acquire right, right. And, I'm yeah. I'm happy to say I don't Talk remember any like 
pink sunglasses moments. Right, right, right. Um, yeah, yeah. I think the so the good. smile was the probably most blatant kind of you know humorous thing that they did. Um, and yeah, some people didn't. You know, some people may have said it was too much, but I, I think because it's also you know referencing that deleted smile scene from T two. Um, which was not in the right. theatrical release, but, uh, you know, because James Cameron at the time said, we don't want to make the Terminator too much of a, uh, a comic figure. You know, he, he thought that at that time it, it was too much. Um, right. But now they're, you know, they said, well, let's do it. Because, you know, like we said, he has been around humans a lot longer at this point. So it kind of makes more sense he would be trying to you know do more things like that to blend in um so that was good oh yeah that's i, I could have that. there's also uh, some funny moments with uh the terminator and kyle reese yep you know, uh, right 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 like that, that they're kind of got this dynamic of you know obviously you know kyle is you know thinks he's a Terminator, tries to shoot him at first, and he has to get knock him out, um, <laughs> which, right. is, which is a funny moment, too. very pleasing to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but then, yeah, they kind of have this you know, competitive aspect to them because they're both there to protect Sarah, and then, you know, and, <laughs> um, and Arnold knows that Kyle has to end up with Sarah. You know they have to they have to mate as he as he brings up. Um, <laughs> yeah, which was pretty funny too. But um, but yeah, they have this kind of and it's this weird kind of you know father because he's the father figure of Sarah and uh, so he kind of has to uh, approve of Kyle you know for Sarah in a way. Um, Ryan, yeah, that's exactly it. So, um, yeah, so they have a interesting, interesting thing going on. Um, just all the, you know, all the little interactions and the, and the way they involve the time travel element, um, I thought is well done. Um, it gets, you know, it, yeah, it gets a little convoluted and you have to keep track of what's happening. There's a lot of expository kind of explanations, um, at different points, um, but you know, yeah. If you're this is smart and you know the Terminator series really well, then it's not too hard to uh, to follow. Um, and plus, even if you don't really catch everything that's going on, you can still enjoy the movie um, because Kyle is kind of the stand-in for the audience in this, and because he doesn't understand what all is happening. But he kind of just says, you know, because he keeps saying, like, can you make him stop talking like that when he's, you know, referring to Arnold's techno speak kind of as he's trying to explain things. Um, right, yeah. So, you know, he's the stand in for the, what the audience may be thinking, like, what the, what the heck did he just say? Um, These theoreticals and things like that. Right, 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 theoretically. Um another kind of recurring thing but yeah um so it's just a lot to like in there um and it all just comes together really well um uh overall there's you know there's there's some uh 
some sort of negatives to it. Um, I would, you know, I, I put semi-negative on, on these, but um, the... I would say that, you know, like we said, the actors did well. Uh, Kyle Reese was the one I was kind of worried most about. Um, uh, right. With, uh, you know, Jai Courtney playing. Uh, um, same here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it came out that he didn't he didn't bother me a lot. Um, I think he did fairly well. Uh, and, you know, chemistry with Amelia Clark was decent. Um, yeah. I, I would just say that I think they they could have benefited from casting someone else that could have nailed it even better. Um, that, yeah, that was someone we didn't get any. Uh, I I didn't get any like you know PTSD kind of like flashback moments. You know, like this was right, right, right. It seemed, uh, it was uh, very different. Seem as damaged mentally, very different than Michael Bean. Um, the way he played it, um, right? He just and there was no spit when he kind of came out of the uh, <laughs> you know when he was pulling himself off the ground. I was waiting for that spit. Oh right, was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, ah, you know, yeah, just a little less. You know, <laughs> he's, he's a little you know more fit. Obviously, he's got you know the toned body and everything, and he's he's fed well. You know, <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's just a different different type of person so he's he's just not going to have that same kind of you know um scrappy guy that that uh, the original Kyle Reese was um and like I said it didn't bug me hugely but I just yeah I think it's it's slightly they could have cast a little bit better on that one and uh, the movie would be stronger for it um and yeah I agree with you there yeah, um, and then you know the the other kind of elephant in the room is the fact that you know it's PG thirteen Terminator. Um, I think all of us wanted it to be R uh, because you know Terminator movie the good Terminator movies are all R, um, and it 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 didn't again it didn't bother me it didn't stand out to me that oh yeah this is kind of a PG thirteen you know, watered down version. Um, it, they they did everything they could to kind of push the PG thirteen into as hardcore as possible. Um, you know, the there was still you know the the battle scene. You know, people getting shot, people getting stabbed with the T one thousand and that kind of thing. There was just not as much blood as you might see in an R movie. Um, and yeah, there, that's true. There yeah. was. You know, swearing, the, it was scattered throughout. It was just maybe not quite as much as you would see in an R movie and only one F-bomb. But that was that was a good one, <laughs> I think. The, uh, <laughs> you know, keeping the, the original T1 line in there was, uh, was good with the punks. Um, so that was effective anyway. And um, so, yeah, so... It's PG thirteen. I did no... find myself wishing they had digitally 
de-aged Bilbo Paxton. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you just can't deliver that line exactly like Bill Paxton. You know, that's, that's the... Yeah. He's, he, Somebody he, online actually made an edit. Oh, did they? <laughs> they took the first movie and they just edited, you know, the mm-hmm. the old footage into it. Oh, okay. It works pretty well, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's something that uh, would have been interesting. Um, but that's... Be, for legal reasons, they... they just couldn't use any footage at all so which oh yeah which makes it you know even more impressive that they they had to recreate all of that in in computer graphics um um you know the kind of the wow that is impressive then yeah they got a lot of moments down right because a lot of people do you know came out of that thinking oh so they they use some of those shots from the first movie uh, you know the the shots where where Arnold appears and you know looks around and and um, you know there, there's the trash truck driver and everything. Um, yeah, they yeah it's very convincing and um, so they they really got all the details of those shots, the angle, the lighting, everything. Um, which that was that was one of my favorite parts of uh, of the movie for sure. Um, so yeah, so oh yeah, so PG thirteen probably heard it with the hardcore you know fans you know who were you know saying oh man it's not a real Terminator movie if it's not R. Um, we were always supporting it, hopefully hoping it it would be R, but um, that's just not not how it turned out. The you know the the studio you know wanted. Uh, the the chance at a wider audience and it just seems like what it you know I don't know why they think this you know this this tactic works will work um, because it obviously backfired in that it could have been bigger maybe it it could have gotten more box office if it was R. It's hard to say for sure, but I yeah. I think you would have had more of the you know the core fan base uh, maybe on board with that. Um, and PG thirteen didn't bring in the young you know the crowd like they were hoping it did because I think the the majority of people that saw it were older than twenty five or something. Um, so it's yeah it's it's hard to you know because this. This hasn't worked for other franchises that went from R to PG thirteen, so I don't know why they keep thinking it will work <laughs> if they keep. Yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, that's just weird. But uh, like I said, it didn't really taint my enjoyment of the movie. Like, um, you know, I wasn't thinking, "Oh man, I wish this was R rated the whole time." You know, it was like. Yeah, looking back, like yeah, I guess there wasn't much as much blood and different things, but, um, but you know, you can't. That's the decision they made, and so be it. You know, the, I think from the script process on, it was never going to be R-rated. Um, so you're right. I think it was just always meant to be what it. Yeah. Um. So yeah, there's that. Um. And I don't know, but those are kind of the only two like slight, you know, downsides that I saw. Um, you know, the, there's you know, some questionable things in the plot that you know kind of 
are hand wavy and you know they 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 um uh, you know, anytime you get involved with time travel, there's going to get into like, well, which time travel theory are you doing? And you can get real technical with, uh, you know, how can he exist in this timeline and the other person exist in the other timeline? And um, they kind of like they they go into it a little bit, but then they kind of hand wave when like when the part when um, uh, well, I guess we're we're not in spoilers yet, but. We probably should get into that territory pretty soon, anyway. Um, yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah. So you know, people are definitely picking apart the plot in some cases, but it's you know, it's it's not a thing that are that uh, that bugged me hugely about it. Um, I think I know one complaint I heard mm-hmm. was somebody was like, "Why is the Terminator flying?" <laughs> flying? Like, well, no, he's not flying. <laughs> you got let's think back to Toy Story. It's not <laughs> flying, it's falling right. with style. Falling with style. That's what he was doing, yeah. Um yeah, yeah. And that's, you know, the and things like that is like there's the rule of cool too, which is like if something's cool enough and badass badass enough, then, you know, you, you kind of look over the would this actually work in a, you know, real physics and everything, you know? Um, <laughs> right. Cause, uh, yeah, things like, you know, the bus flip and all everything like that, you know, that, that would not probably happen that way, but it's just cool. You know, it's, <laughs> it's a good action moment. So, so you just go with well, now it. Mythbusters has another one to do. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, so yeah, yeah. So there's definitely things you can pick apart, and obviously the the reviewers that uh, didn't like it, uh, you know, definitely did that a, a bunch and and, and, uh, and picked everything apart. But the bottom line is, if it's entertaining, then you know that's that's what you want. So you know, you can overlook a lot of little things if if overall it got the right feel of a Terminator movie and you know had a good ending had a good you know action all that stuff um so that's why I felt it was uh quite excellent and uh I think my fi- my final rating was 8 out of 10 stogies um yeah that's 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 exactly where I'm at yeah yeah um if T2 is a 10 out of 10 yes Yes, T2 absolutely oh, is. Um, so, so this just was... that, like, it felt like... Because I, I, I think I did enjoy it more than I did uh, Terminator 3. Yep, yep. I think it's... Yeah, I, I did too. Um, it, it'll, you know... Uh, I mean, I'll go back and watch T3 again. and But yeah, T3, there were more things that bugged me in, in that, even though I still enjoyed it. Um... Mm-hmm. There were, yeah, I didn't like some of the comedy moments. I didn't like, you know, the the um, the, the part where it gets reprogrammed and has to fight to to not kill John Connor and all that. That, that part really bugged me. But <laughs> <laughs> that was too much for you, huh? Yeah, yeah, I, I did not like that. Um, but um, yeah, so this one, I like that struggle. <laughs> Good, you know, that mental struggle between, you know. <laughs> Wanting to do one thing and 
Yeah. No, it's like how 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 was he really? You know, can he? They've never really let themselves turn off before. You know what I mean? So it's like it uh-huh. was handled interesting. Right. Um, I don't know. <laughs> I like the Arnold's acting. Maybe is what it was. Yeah. But anyway, um, feel that struggle. We'll anyway, do, we'll back do a, to this movie. Yeah, we'll do a T three review another time. Um, and then we can really get into that. But uh, <laughs> but this is uh, yeah Genesis. I di- I didn't have these nagging things. You know, I I think I left feeling very satisfied that yes, this is a good new Terminator movie. And I wanted to see it again almost immediately. So that that is the sign that you know things were were yeah, overall oh, yeah. pretty pretty good. Um, and um, yeah, definitely didn't did not feel that way with Salvation. Um, so this is a big improvement, I think. Uh, and. Um, yeah, so you know, I think Randy was right there with me. 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 Okay, we're back here. That uh, yeah, that was weird. I think uh, I I just upgraded my my computer to Genesis, and I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea what could possibly gone wrong. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I I heard they kept hearing that voice. Genesis is Skynet. What's what's the matter? Um, yeah. And I actually did like that aspect of the movie, mm-hmm. um, you know, kind of updating what Skynet is, you know. Right. Because, uh, you know, back in T3 times, I guess, you know, the Internet was bigger than it had ever been. So it's kind of like that's what Skynet was at the time. It was sort of the Internet, an interlinked system. Right, right. Wasn't the it? way the TX really was able to brain. hack into things and control other things. And then, then yeah, right, they, they right. created – eventually it was a virus that um, – you know they they were they, they were using Skynet to try to kill the virus, and instead it it propagated it. You know, so right. Um, so that right. was the sneak sneak uh, Trojan kind of thing. Um, but yeah, but in this one, they uh, you know instead of doing that aspect, now you know we're we're all connected with all our portable devices, our phones and tablets, and everything. So they're they're they created this um genesis which is this operating system that um helps to connect all your things and you know through whatever through the cloud and stuff so it's it's kind of like you know taking off of apple's kind of popularity and um yeah with this right, I, yeah. iCloud kind of system so it, it, it seems similar to that more than anything else so um and getting everyone to jump on board and yeah, yeah, you gotta get Genesis, man. Yeah, it's gonna connect everything. <laughs> so, so that was, you know, that was a good, you know, modern way to, to, to keep up with the times of, of, uh, of what's going on right now. Um, so yeah, so why don't we, here, let's take a break here from our kind of reviewing of the movie. And uh, I can talk about kind of uh, the fun I had uh, at the premiere. Um, and uh, Ooh, that's going to be fun. That's can, what I really want to hear. Yeah, we can play back uh, some of these sound bites from the interviews I got. Um, yeah, I had a blast. Um, it worked out really well because um, I was taking a trip out there with the family. Um, 
we flew into LA and then went up to San Francisco for part of the time. Um, which was really cool after seeing the movie because a bunch, you know, the end part of the movie takes place in San Francisco. Um, so it kind of felt like, oh, I'm living it now. <laughs> so, um, it, uh, yeah, I got in and first we had, uh, you know, Randy and I got together and we had bef- the night before the premiere, uh, we had a big, uh, Conan, uh, screening, um, at the Egyptian theater. And, and that oh, was wow. really sweet. You know, that was a cool way to start the weekend. Um, um, any fun turnouts there? Um, well, we right. had, um, uh, we had the, uh, the lady that plays, uh, Valeria. Sandelbergman. Sandelbergman was oh, there. Oh, really? Um, yeah, and she, she is awesome. Uh, she's a very, very cool person to meet. And, um, and she, you know, did a, did a Q and a, it was her and, um, a, uh, a production designer who William Stout, uh, was also there. Um, and this wow, guy, this guy was cool too, cause he's been, you know, in the business a long time and, um, and done a lot of cool movies and, uh, he had a lot of, uh, great stories from the, uh, production of Conan. Uh, so we had a, an excellent evening, uh, watching, you know, the Conan, they, they played both Conan movies, um, the, the they played the first one and then they did a Q and A um, with those two and then played the second one. Um, so is in both of them, so that makes sense. Um, yeah, she, she is. She's like a ghost. She's I think, briefly for a brief in the second. second one, right? Right. Um, but um, but yeah, then it was funny. It was really funny how openly kind of both of them uh trashed the second movie. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. It's um Yeah, I mean it seems like, you know, that's like the the one to trash if you're going to, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't think really no one would say that that was, you know, in any way uh equivalent to the first one and um it yeah, like he, he <laughs> the guy um, you know, Bill Stout uh had mentioned that when he you know, read the script for the second one. He was so mad about it that he came into this like mm-hmm. big meeting with the producers and everything, and and uh, and you know, and slammed these this uh, script on the thing and said, "Here, I wrote a script to that <laughs> that you're all going to read because the the one you have is crap." You know, <laughs> it's like. Yes, that's awesome. He actually wrote his own version because he he didn't like it. Um, so early on, they realized that this was not going to be very good. Um, yet it just kept uh, <laughs> kept going on and and got made anyway. And uh, um, I think it was all Dilo Dilarentis' fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and you know, and and you know, and history keeps repeating itself. You know, it had the same problem of we had this this hardcore R-rated film, and now we're going to make a PG um, version. You know, to 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 attract right. kiddies and stuff. Um, 
and it's just just not good. <laughs> it just doesn't. Work. <laughs> yeah. Um. So it doesn't live up to anyway. You know what we expect from uh, the franchise. Yeah, yeah. In that sense, anyway. So, um, but yeah, it was awesome seeing that that on this big screen and and in such a classic movie theater too, a, a historic theater like the Egyptian, where they had you know tons of movie premieres dating way way back. Um, I think like wow. you know like I don't know like is that the one they no they didn't have um, Snow White there that was a different one. Um, but there was, yeah, there's lots of like the old musicals and stuff that premiered at the Egyptian and different things. So now it's it's run by this Cinematheque, um, uh, what's it called, something and that they you know basically preserve the theater and have these special screenings like the you know the the Conan one we did and uh, other kind of uh, so like a, they're like a, a massive independent film club. things. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very, very, very cool what they're doing there, um, and um, yeah, and I should mention we we saw the producer of the the new Conan movie there. Who he showed up. He didn't stay for the movie, but he made an appearance beforehand and kind of you know chatted with us a little bit about you know what's going on with it and everything. And um, yeah. So and that's the guy that I really, love how involved he's. You know, like he right. He seems to be. A very good advocate for the film. Yeah, and I'm yeah. loving that he's so excited about it. You know, right? Uh, Frederick Malmberg. That's that's who we saw. Um, and yeah, he's very enthusiastic and 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 you know likes to you know talk with the Conan community and everything. And you know, Randy talks with him quite you know frequently to get updates and um, right. To, Randy took me to meet him when I went to um, California. Oh, you saw him back, yeah. and he just mm-hmm. yeah, he, he's a he's a really great guy, you know. Yeah, yeah. He has all these Conan props in his office and stuff. It's pretty, right, right, <laughs> it's right. Pretty great to go there. So it's it's good guy to be in charge of this. So, um, but uh, yeah, so things are continued moving along with the the new Conan, and uh, hopefully we'll hear some good news on that soon. Um, so anyway, that was a just a cool, yeah, from, so it's a little Conan diversion, um, <laughs> before, uh, the Terminator kicks in, but yeah, um, that was a fun, fun, fun evening, and a pretty good turnout, it was, the, the theater was, uh, you know, had a good sized crowd in there, um, and people enjoying it, and, uh, cheering along and everything, and, um, so that, I can imagine certain parts that they'd be cheering at too, you know. Yes, yes. Um, like of course the, the all great, sorts of stuff. What, you know, what is best in life? You know, uh, speech. Oh, yeah. And uh, and the speech at the end where he goes, "If you do not listen to hell with you," you know, that got a good applause. Um, so, oh yeah, that's one of the classics. Yeah, classic yeah. moments. Or even like I can't even imagine seeing you know like uh, Tulsa Dooms getting his head cut off. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. You know, and the, on the big screen, you know, and then <laughs> Arnold's just holding it up. Oh yep, man, that would yep. be epic. Very, very so. cinematic. Yeah, and uh, seeing that on the big screen is cool. And it's the second time I've seen it on the big screen this year because I got to do it in the classic too. Um, uh, you this son one, of a- yeah, I know. <laughs> This one was, uh, a, a, I think, of the classic. They they did like a, a digital version 
uh, like Blu-ray type quality. Um, this one was a little more gritty. It was like one of the original like you know film reels that they had dug up. So um, so it had it had a lot of more of the the grain and scratches and stuff to it. So if it had that more raw kind of feel to it. So it had character. Um, that is, yeah, is, uh, both were cool to you know see. The other one was like super sharp and clean looking, and the sound was was improved. And this one just felt like you know. So this is what it would would have been like seeing the original theatrical release. You know, so right, very cool. So you had two unique experiences watching it. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Um, so we did that, and uh, and then you know we we got prepared for the premiere the next day. Um, kind of met up beforehand and uh, hung out at this um, this cool bar called the Snow White Bar. Um, that's like within a block of the um, the Dolby Theater where the premiere was in Hollywood. Um, so we had you know had some drinks, went over you know questions and things we were gonna do at uh, on the red carpet. Um, because it's it's crazy like you have to prepare yourself cuz you know with you have to you have to have a question for any of the actors that are in the movie um the you know people like the director the writers the you know the, you know, the Lauren Balfi you know if he's there or, um anyone involved with the production of the movie and then of course uh, other celebrities that might show up too um, you want to be able to, to, to talk to them and everything. So, um, so we had this like massive list of like who could show up and what questions we would ask and everything. Of course, we don't only use like a tiny fraction of it <laughs> when we actually are there. Um, but, uh, but the preparedness is key. So, um, <laughs> hey, remember this though, luck is for the ill prepared. Yes, exactly. So. Good. That's right. You guys were really prepared. So yeah. So we were getting psyched up, and uh, and and then we went uh, went out on the carpet, checked in, and everything. They and it, the whole block was like you know was uh, was roped off. So the the entire Whoa. block of you know ma- the Chinese Theater and the the Walk of Fame and the Dolby Theater. Um, so, you know, that, that, the carpet was laid out. It was out. all chained off. Huh? It was all off for the general public and stuff, but except, you know, people were lined up along the edges, along the sidewalk to, to check it out and stuff. And then they had bleachers set up for, you know, people who won tickets to it or whatever from, from you know, radio station contests or whatever else they had. Um, right. So the, the people got the, the good view of everyone coming in. Um, and then they had these big structures, these you know flames shooting out and and everything. These screens that were up, um, and then life size endoskeletons and things like that. So it was cool, very very cool. Um, so we set up on the carpet uh, and got our spot. You know the Arnoldfans dot com. It's always good to see our little reserved spot there. Um, you know, like we, oh, yeah, we, that's, had, that's we had the New York slice of heaven right there. Yeah. Yeah. You and I did it in New York, uh, for the escape plan. And, um, uh, so this was like that times a thousand cause it's just like so much, you know, so much yeah. bigger. Um, and, uh, yeah, then we just, you know, wait while, uh, while the, um, people started coming uh, and the, the one downside was it was extremely hot that day. Um, 
So we were like, oh, really? In the direct sun, no shade, and uh, and just kind of sweating a bunch. Um, cause, and I originally had like I brought my Terminator jacket um, to, yeah. to wear during it. And, um, but I quickly, you know, took that off because it was just going to be way too darn hot. Um, <laughs> wow. That's the crazy. That's on. the exact opposite. When I went to the last stand premiere in LA, I yeah. guess it was maybe later or a different time of the season, uh, in the year. And it was just, it was, it was actually cold in LA. <laughs> right. I like, wow. I did not expect this. I only brought my suit, you know, like it was a suit with, you know, a regular suit top and it was like, right. this is not enough. I wish I'd brought more. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so again, maybe and it was later in the evening. It seemed was yours during the day or what time? This was yeah. This was the middle of the day. I think it started at like three. Check in at three, and then the 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 people started showing up around four, and then the premiere was uh, like five five thirty. So it was a fairly early one um, for as far as premieres go too. so yeah, it was the heat heat of the day for sure, um, but uh, you know, so we had to deal with that. But uh, but it was it wasn't it, it could have been even worse. And and then when people started showing up, you, you just forget how hot it is because it's, it's like oh now we you know this is exciting. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, There's an adventure going on. So we got to chat with some people. Um, the um, we di- we didn't get. All of the like the big actors, we didn't catch them all on the red carpet because, of course, like the biggest names wait till the last minute to come in, and um, you know, like Arnold is usually the last one, which he was. Um, but, <laughs> but we knew we would get Arnold. I wonder if he times that because um, you know, because you know, we've got the hookup with you know Daniel and everyone and. Uh, so he makes sure that uh, Arnold comes uh, over to us. Plus, the other cool thing that um, uh, if you you know if you noticed when Arnold uh, tweeted out that uh, you know his his um, Periscope um, saying we're live on the red carpets, you know you know watch it now. Um, that was actually us doing Arnold's Periscope. So. Yes, that's awesome. <laughs> that was pretty fun. Um, wow, that is incredible. Yes, it was. It was. It was quite the uh, you know the honor to be bestowed with that uh, you know that trust you know to, to you know we're we're representing Arnold on his Twitter and 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 uh, and Periscope feed um, to to um, you know to show all of his fans you know and Arnold has. I don't know, hundreds of thousands of followers on there. Um, and there were at least uh, a thousand people watching live on the Periscope feed um, at one point. And um, so wow. that's that's pretty wild, you know. Um, <laughs> it was kind of a last-minute thing, too. Um, like, we didn't know that was going to happen, but uh, we were, you know, kind of you know, talking with uh, with with Arnold's people and um, and they were like, "Hey, can you do this?" <laughs> and and Randy wasn't wow, sure. Wow, so it's <laughs> totally impromptu. Huh? Oh yeah, crazy. yeah, yeah. Rand- Randy wasn't sure um, about it because you know, and he's like, "I don't know. Like we've we've got like all our own equipment to 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 worry about. We've got our microphone and yeah. our you know, I had the our my 
SLR camera to get still shots of everyone as they came. Um, and then we've got to, you know, juggle all this stuff. And it's like, we weren't even going to like worry about doing video ourselves. Cause I had a video camera too, but I'm like, yeah, I don't think, I think that'd be too much to try to try to juggle around with everything. And so we decided we were doing that. Well, lo and behold, we get asked to do the Periscope feed, which <laughs> requires us yeah. to, to have a, a video, um, you know, an iPhone, you know, shooting that the whole time. Um, so, uh, but I, but, you know, I, we were talking about it like, man, should we do it? And I was like, I, I convinced Randy, yeah, we can't turn this down. I mean, this is too cool. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's like a, a very unique opportunity right there. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, but it added to like the nerve wrackingness of it, of it because you don't want to screw it up, you know? <laughs> uh, right. That's true. Were you worried you weren't going to be able to like, get in to see the movie? Eh, I didn't like really worry about worried, that. Like the feed would continue on after the movie started. Kind of uh, no, no, no. Because you know, uh, the movie doesn't start until Arnold goes in. Um, so, right, that's true. And he's, yeah. he's the last one, so I, you know, I wasn't thinking about that aspect, but just I was just wanting to, you know, to, to you know, do to do Arnold proud, you know, like I, I wanted to, to be really good at doing this video, you know, during the red carpet. So, um, and it was, uh, it was quite interesting. So I was holding the iPhone with my left hand. Um, that was, you know, in, you know, they basically gave us, you know, we, we didn't have yeah. Arnold's phone, but we, we, they gave us a temporary login that we could use so we could periscope as Arnold. Um, and that's what we set it up. So we were using one phone to do that, holding it. And then um, I was holding – I had my kind of camera bag over my shoulder. And then I had my microphone. Uh, we kind of switched off who was holding the mic and asking the questions. Um, and I had my earpiece. I had a headphone in one ear so I could monitor what was getting recorded um, to make sure that yeah. was, you know, that was going well. And then, um, when I wasn't holding the microphone, then I was using my SLR camera to snap photos of, uh, whoever, you know, Randy was talking to. So, um, yeah. so all that while holding this iPhone, <laughs> while holding the iPhone and keeping that like, <laughs> so it was pointing at, you know, the people the right way and not, not down at their crotch or something. Um, <laughs> right. So yeah, so but somehow it all it all went pretty well, I'd say. Um the you know, the feed was was going and well and we had to deal with the fact that the battery needed to last too. So I had luckily I had oh, purchased yeah. ahead of time an an extra um uh, iPhone battery that I could plug into um to 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 recharge phones. Um so we had that going on the one that was doing the video stream and um so yeah so you stuff. sacrificed your own battery power yeah for Arnold's video <laughs> right exactly was well, yeah That's a lot of awesome. extra power <laughs> and because my phone the other phone you know one of our phones was recording the audio from my microphone too so so uh, yeah, but I didn't have to hold that. Wow, one. That's a lot of just a lot of tech talking. going on at once. <laughs> I know it was crazy. So <laughs> I don't know how it all worked, but it, you know, luckily it did. It came together well, and and nothing nothing messed up. Um, so it was just you and Randy right up there in the front. 
Um, yep, yep. Randy and I um, were the ones there. Um, we were we were we were considering at one point like, can we ask someone else to like help out with this or something? But uh, we ended up just doing it ourselves. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so wow, that's all that. And it was very you guys entertaining. Must be good, good at juggling now. Yeah, yeah. It was it was entertaining um, uh, watching the um, the Periscope feed um, because if you you know if you looked at the periscope before you can see um comments from people scrolling by um over overlaid on the video um and so you know and the number of people you know who were watching and stuff which was fun so like i said it was like thousands of people at some point and um so you watch these scroll by and uh and at first you know we started the feed and you know no one was coming up for a few minutes or so and so people were like, yeah. what's, you know, the comments were like, what's going on? You know, when is Arnold getting here? And, you know, <laughs> like asking Arnold, you know, what is he doing? And then, you Was know, there anybody responding to any of these questions or no? We, much you just we were forward. not, you know, we were not engaging with any of the comments. But, um, right. cause I felt like, eh, I don't want to do that. You know, I don't want to, you know, just play it safe. I don't want to get, you know, in a back and forth with any of these, but, um, um, and I didn't know how much we should, should expose the fact that it was us doing it or whatever, but, you know, um, it ended up that, you know, that it was cool and everything. And we, we got our microphone in, in the shot for, for a lot of it. And, and uh, the Arnold fans were mentioned, so it was obvious that you know it was us doing it. Um, and right. some, some people did eventually like catch on to say, like, "Is this the Arnold fans doing it?" Like, you know, that's really cool. Or, um, or and, and then, but at first, people were like, when we started talking to be to celebs, they were like. Who stole Arnold's phone? <laughs> and um, that's great. And uh, other, yeah, other things like that. Like what you know, you know what the hell's going on? And it's, <laughs> it's like, or someone's hijacked Arnold's account and and is doing this. Oh, wow. um, so yeah, that was that was fun to to watch those go by. Um, and. Um, and but it was so that that made it interesting to say the least. Um, uh, but it, yeah, it came out pretty well though. And here I've got got audio from uh, that we recorded. Um, so we talked to several people. The first one we talked to was Chris Hardwick, which was from the Ner- you know the Nerdist podcast, and um, he did. Um, uh, you know, he does the Talking Dead show that, that that plays after every Walking Dead episode, and um, uh, so he was cool to talk to. That was, you know, he's he's very wow, that's great. Kind, of, kind of a good warm up to get going, and um, you know, he t- he he told us, um, you know, we just posted that article a couple of days ago. That was one of the you know, that was like the first one we did. Yeah, Chris Hardwick, and then. Um, so, because, and the thing I had forgot is that he has a part in Terminator 3. Um, uh, it's, it's a very really? it's a small part. He's like one of the, uh, the, uh, like technicians who are with, uh, the, you know, the Cyberdyne group and the military group 
uh, advising, you know, Catherine Brewster's father or oh. whatever. He's, he's kind of walking with that, yeah. with that crew. Um, and, um, everybody, he, I don't, I don't remember if he has, he has like a couple lines or so, but, uh, um, but Randy, when, <laughs> when he, he, he asked the question to Chris, he said like, oh yeah, you were in Terminator 3 and you were a, a little more, a little, uh, chunky back then. <laughs> <laughs> he, he is. He, really? he has a, he's a little, little pudgier, but uh, and he said, "Does it? Did Arnold have anything to do with you getting in shape?" And you know, and then and and Chris took that very well. Like he could have been a little yeah. offended at that, but um, but uh, yeah, but he, he recalled about Arnold, uh, you know, having the the workout trailer um, on the set. Here, oh, I'll, play, yes. I'll play that part. You can hear that. Um, Maybe. Oh, I have to turn this part up. Thanks. Take care. Chris, Chris, yes. Hey. Fans. Hey. Hey. For uh, 2003, you starred in Terminator 3. Yes. You were a little bit more chunky back then, so did Arnold <laughs> have anything to do with you getting in shape? You know, it is pretty intimidating. I remember seeing him in the makeup trailer. He had his own separate workout trailer that just goes wherever he goes. And I remember thinking, like, well, I'm, I'm not going to have that, but maybe there are things that I can do to try to de-chunk de-chunk some of this maybe cut some of the dough off of this role <laughs> so you're your host of uh, Talking Dead and Arnold did a zombie movie pretty recent did yeah, Maggie. Maggie isn't it time we get Arnold in Walking Dead don't you think what role should he be in I well I mean he should just be a new character he should just be a whole new I mean I wonder if he could Arnold might be a good Negan yeah. Arnold might be a good Negan uh, I mean there isn't anything in the book that suggests that Negan has an Austrian accent, but that doesn't mean like they've de- they've deviated before. So I think Arnold could be Negan. Nice, nice. Yeah. So that was uh, that was kind of a good Negan. Uh, Negan. Yeah, yeah. Are you familiar with uh, like the Walking Dead? I've heard this uh, name recently. Uh, yeah. I I'm not caught up to that point in this show. Okay. Well, the in comics. the show, in the, so in the show, Negan hasn't appeared yet. Um, right. he's, he's known from the, the comics, you know, because the whole thing's based on the comic series, um, or graphic novel or whatever. Um, but, um, but I've, I've, I've listened to some podcasts where they've talked about this character before. So this character is like a really over the top, like, um, evil, evil guy. And he, um, he swears a lot. And, um, he, uh, brutally, like, beats people to death and, and just, you know, crazy stuff like that. So, uh, so it would be an interesting, uh, an interesting turn for Arnold to, to do, I think. Um, um, so I'd, I'd have to agree that that would, that might be, you know, if, if Arnold was going to be on Walking Dead, that would be a cool character for him to play, um. And kind of yeah. getting, you know, get, gets, like that. gets to play a, a kind of bad guy again too. Um, so it not really that in a while. I'm sort of sabotage, but right, right, yeah, you, you did uh, kind of turn out bad in that one, but um, yeah. So that was cool to see, you know, to to see Chris there. Um, and then um, let's see, we spoke to. The um, the writers um, that I mentioned before, um, 
the the duo of um do, 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 do. Patrick um do, 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 do. what's Patrick's last name? Patrick Lucier. Patrick Lucier uh-huh. and uh Leda Hello Caligridis. I don't know. Um <laughs> Yeah, so we spoke to those two. They were very, very nice people too. Um it's uh it's always cool. I I enjoy talking with like you know, the behind the scenes people like that, like the writers. Um, because it's it's very interesting to see what the process was, how they got to where the script is and what they think of how it turned out, what they would have changed and that kind of thing. Um so, um, yeah, so they had some interesting things to say, and, and especially when we um, asked about the <laughs> why there was no sunglass scene um, in the movie. Um, let's see where this is here. Here's that. Yes, let me ask you some questions, please, with the ArnoldFans.com. Okay, the ArnoldFans, yes. Right. Right. Obviously for that. Fantastic. Let me ask you this one thing. Oh, I saw the movie. I, I loved, loved it. I love ring. Thank you. Oh, check this out. I got all kinds of good Arnold. Awesome. <laughs> so let me ask you, uh, okay, I love the movie. Why no uh, sunglasses? Was that discussed? Did producers talk to you about uh, no need for a sunglass scene in the movie? It was never talked about that I can recall. Holy shit. I know. Oh, my God. That's all I have to say about it. Wow. Yeah, that's just um, one and, more thing and, to think There's back a flashback about. where you see him with sunglasses. And, that, and, that, and it was talked about that being really one of the only times you would see it. Um, because most of the other time you see him, except for one part, he's, it, it starts at night, and yeah, there's yes. not an opportunity for him to... Um, have that. We gave him a teddy bear instead. Uh, yes, that's true. Uh, yes. Got sunglasses in uh, two teddy right bear. away at night. Yeah. So, yeah. so let me ask you, uh, did you have some, uh, in an early draft, some great action scene that you wrote, that you wish made it in, that didn't quite make the cut? Oh, there's a list. We always write something that's $300 million. Always. That's what we do. Yes. I don't know if I could pick one. I mean, there were so many fun, unbelievably expensive and ambitious things that we uh, that we messed with. Um, I, uh, let's say that when when uh, BH came back, when Bian Han Lee came back, he did not come back alone. Okay. Uh, is uh, he was he had reinforcements yes. uh, that made that 1984 mm. sequence. Um, so expensive <laughs> that it wasn't filmable at the time. Even start. bigger. Yes, yes. Are you aware of anything that was shot? Were you around the set? Something that was shot that you're aware that maybe will make it into the final Blu-ray? No, actually. I, all, all the big action that was shot is in the movie. Everything that was yeah. there that's in the movie. Um, very little of the of yeah. the great moments didn't make it in. Yeah. Um, uh, especially Arnold's moments. You know, uh, one of the things... Uh, uh, everybody uh, rediscovered was that every moment with Arnold is pure gold. Oh, so yeah. right, exactly. it's just like, oh my God, we just need more Arnold because it's pure gold. So. Keep adding Arnold. How do you so, feel about the early reveal in the trailer? Do you think that was too soon or are you okay with that? Um, dude, here's the nice thing. Marketing didn't tell us how to write it and we didn't tell them how to market it. <laughs> and that's, yeah, that's it. <laughs> you were like, oh, what are they doing here? <laughs> sort of, we were, we, I think we saw it when everybody else did. Yeah. Well, have you seen this movie before? This is oh, your yeah. first time going in? No, we've seen it. Seen it. Okay, yeah. great. I love so, it. And I hope you enjoy it even more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you enjoyed it. It's so nice to speak. Bye-bye. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs>
So that was cool. Um, that was a fun little uh, interview there. Yeah, yeah. You can tell, you know, they're they're very happy, enthusiastic, and uh, and uh, very excited about it. Um, and uh, you know, pretty you know forthcoming about uh, uh, what. Uh, you know the the extra things like they said the things they wanted to do like have more you know more reinforcements come with the T one thousand maybe uh, an actual Robert Patrick mm-hmm. well yeah T one thousand that would have been nice that I th- yeah that's that's one thing another thing that I wish um, they would have worked in like a couple couple cameos like that um, yeah. Maybe they're saving him for the next two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I was expecting uh, maybe like a Doctor Silverman or you know. Yeah, Silverman. I know, I except I some, he would show up or something. I think that guy. I think that guy's getting old enough that he's like you know kind of not up to it anymore. I think he's kind of retired. And he goes to the uh, Comic Cons. Does he still? And he talks about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. he. I know he did. I think last year, my friend went to uh, where right. they did like that Terminator tour where you got your picture with. You know, Sarah yeah, Connor, yeah, yeah, right, right, Linda Hamilton. So yeah. that wasn't that too long. That wasn't that long ago, right, right. So maybe, maybe yeah. he is. No, I mean, it is 2015. I'm not sure. Maybe it's been a year and he's done. He is. I'm not <laughs> saying he's not getting older. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it seemed like he was optimistic. And at least he's very proud mm. to be in the first three. Oh yeah, yeah. Like he and Arnold. It was, it was the, great to know, have like yeah that, that that through line with him even showing up in the third one for that kind of cameo there. Um, yeah, because yeah, he's such a great. He's so great in the first two that you know he, he's this, he's this you know slimy character, but you, you just you know he, <laughs> you love watching him. Still, you know? <laughs> he's like you know this right. kind of smarmy guy that he, he he's confident. He, he he knows everything that's going on, and then it gets all <laughs> you know turned around. Um, but yeah, yeah. Even like a Lance Henriksen cameo. Lance Henriksen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those those guys, um, the detectives, the um, yeah, yeah. There would, it would have been cool to see someone else in there, um, but for whatever reason, they didn't. Uh, it didn't happen. They um, didn't have the budget. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, but and we did talk to them later at the uh, after party too, uh, or at least Patrick. I, don't, I didn't see the the um, the woman there, but um, and um, you know we 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 went into some more stuff about you know kind of how one scene kind of uh, uh, was similar to a, a, a scene from the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Um, uh, where they arrive in the middle of a freeway um, from the time travel thing, um, and um, so yeah, they, that was kind of a homage to that in a way, and uh, and then they hinted at being involved with the you know the, they want to you know start a, a new Terminator TV series. Um, they hinted that they, they right. either. They hope to or would like to be involved in this uh, in the the series. So, because um, I know there was there was like talk of that kind of intermingling with the movie releases and kind of like you know being in the same world and playing different things off of that. Um, but I don't know if that's far along or, or getting 
getting uh, any progress or not. Um, and then the last thing was that Arnold was going to be, you know, you know, we expressed how, you know, like it would be really cool to see Arnold play a bad Terminator again. Um, right. And, you know, that would just Which be... Which you sort of get to see. Right. You see him, you know, the, the young Arnold, you know, as the bad yeah. Terminator. But, you know, that's obviously you know, mostly CG and Brett Azar doing the body and everything. So it's just not quite the same. Um, so we would like, you know, the, the, the real Arnold to, to play bad Terminator again. And, and they were said like, yes, well, it's, it's kind of, you know, they said we might, we may be happy with what they have planned for the, you know, for the future movies. Um, because they, they want to, they want to play that card at some point, but they want to do it when it would have the most brutal kind of effect, the most gut-wrenching, you know, uh, the moment to, to, to do that for Arnold to, to be bad Arnold again. So, um, so that was kind of a, a tantalizing tease of, um, of that, which, um, which, uh, right, because it's sort of a mystery as to where he came from, right? Um, in this movie, yeah, yeah, um, he, yeah, they don't say who sent him um, back to the the early seventies or the late seventies, early I don't know where he is, seventy three or something like that. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he doesn't know himself because they he says the files were erased or something and. Um, so, you know, it's, um, they, you know, they speculate on that, that you could say, well, who was it? Was it John Connor? Was it, you know, was it Skynet? Was it someone else? You know, it's like, there's all possibilities there, but, um, uh, but yeah, so definitely still opportunity for, um, for some, uh, you know, bad Terminator in the future. So that's fun. Um, yeah, so we we talked to them. We talked to uh, who else was there? There was the WWE wrestler guy uh, Shad. He was pretty cool. Um, he just came because you know, basically to to support Arnold and Terminator and uh, um, wow. Uh, he talked about you know how Arnold inspired him and everything growing up and. Uh, he wanted to to be like Arnold and uh, and um, achieve those kind of dreams. And he he brought up uh, Carnival in Rio. Actually, <laughs> he oh, said really? that's one of his you know, one of his early memories of seeing Arnold on screen was in the Carnival in Rio uh, show that they evidently played on TV at some point. Um, <laughs> wow! It's been a different you know, time back then. It, as some, some yeah. kind of uh, tr- you know actual travel documentary. Um, but yeah, he <laughs> said yeah he saw Arnold in that and said you know, I thought oh man how cool to be this guy who was surrounded by these women and in the you know in Rio and <laughs> just having fun and <laughs> so around all this punta yeah, here the punta yes. Um, <laughs> So that was a fun, uh, fun thing that yes, other people know about Carnival and Rio out there. Um, 
so we talked to him. Uh, who else was there? Um, we did not get Amelia Clark or Jason Clark, kind of, you know, all the other big actors, because like I said, they showed up kind of later, and then they, you know, they took their photos at the, you know, at the photo area, and then they kind of yeah. sped past most of the rest of the press. Um, we were towards the end of the line, so right before you go in the theater, so, you know, we were like, you know, not going to, to get them, you know, so, yeah. Um, so, oh well. Uh, but it, we did run into um, uh, Jai Courtney in the after party, uh, which the after party was cool too. It was across the street um, at this, um, like it is the posh hotel that's right there. Um, and in, in the yeah. kind of outdoor, middle outdoor courtyard area uh, with, you know, music going, you know, lights, like smoke effects and all this crazy. They had a, Donut wall of Terminator. <laughs> for, for whatever reason, there was, a, there was a wall of donuts that made a like endo skull shape. Um, oh wow! Did, were you supposed uh, to eat these donuts or no? Just, no, for the art? just to look at it and take pictures with it. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. Um, but yeah, we saw. Uh, we tried to go around and and say hi to people there. We saw Jason Clark there. Um, he was really cool. Um, I interacted with him briefly. Just said how I thought he did an excellent job as John Connor. And uh, um, uh, so, oh yeah, he was good. Was a nice guy. Uh, I saw Jai Courtney. Um, said hi to him, and uh, you know said. You did a good job, and uh, did he have his Captain Boomerang beard at the time? Yes, he was. He was in bearded mode. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> yes, and he was. He was definitely, and these guys were definitely, you know, par- partaking of the alcohol at the party because um, they were. They were definitely sounds like another premiere we were at. <laughs> you know, yeah, like eyes kind of half open and kind of, you know, (laughs) laughing a lot and just having fun. But, um, and Jai, when I came up to him, uh, I was kind of like, at some point I, I, you know, I, like I mentioned before, I had my jacket, the leather jacket and Terminator shades from T3 on. So I switched into like, into Terminator mode at at one point, just kind of walked around the party like that, which was kind of fun because then people would like look at me and be like, Ooh, he's a Terminator. Um, and so I walked up to Jai like that and, um, uh, and, uh, I forget what I said at first. Like, like, you know, I, I just wanted to, like, I'm a, sub- a cybernetic organism. And so he was like getting a kick out of it. And, and uh, and then I said I require a selfie, and <laughs> I took a selfie with my phone, and um, and and he he gave me a the epic selfie of uh, flipping off the camera <laughs> as I was shooting the picture. Um, oh wow, that's great! So yeah, that was fun. Um, but yeah, cool people there. Um, here I should go back and. We should play the, of course, you know, the interview that matters most is the one with Arnold here. Um, yes, come on. Let's get to that. You gotta save the best for last, I guess. <laughs> oh, 
and I should mention Wayne Bastrop too, um, who you know we of course had oh, yeah. on the show um, previously. Uh, I, I did uh, get to talk to him on the red carpet, and uh, he remembered me and uh, you know said it was it was cool to see me there. Um, oh, and this first part yes. here. Let's see. I'll get to him. Nah, he was which part here? Um, yes, he he flattered me. At you first. know what? Nah, that's Shad. I know, but then I go up. I like to Shad goes on for a while. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, those writers. So I play okay, young Kyle you. Reese. Oh uh, yeah, Kyle Reese. We talked to the little Kyle Reese. Um, oh wow! So it's the young version. Um, Remember, and he just seemed—he was very, you know, you could tell like he—he he was maybe a little overwhelmed at this, like you know, like he's <laughs> a little young kid yeah. and having to do interviews and stuff. But you could tell he was like he was prepped well. He had all of his like answers ready and. You know, kind of little sound bites oh, and that's stuff. Cool. That he probably yeah. memorized and uh <laughs> and um but he you know, he wasn't you know, he was still a kid and just um mentioned like uh yeah, he watched the other Terminator movies to prep for it and stuff like that. Um <laughs> All right, let me find. Oh, you're the winner, Omaze. Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's the Omaze guy. We talked to the Omaze winner too. Um, the new Omaze winner. The one, yeah. The, so the the one that they had the the contest just for the the premiere uh, to win tickets to the oh, premiere. Oh, right. Because uh, they still had the one um, with uh, you know blow blow shit up with Arnold. They still had that one going on, but this one was a separate one. Um, so yeah, the guy who won that was was uh, was pretty cool. Another Michigan guy, actually. I think he's from Troy. Oh, a fellow Michigander, huh? Yeah, yeah. Um, Troy, Michigan. Yep, yeah. I think he said he was around Troy. Um, and uh, yeah, so he got to hang out with Arnold. You know, go to the ride and ride with him to the premiere and. To, to chat one on one for a little bit and then uh walk down the red carpet with him and um and, wow and they were supposed to do shots of um uh of schnapps at the after party um and <laughs> yeah. said that they they couldn't do that cuz they they were they, they didn't have schnapps there you know it's like someone forgot to get the schnapps for Arnold like crazy but <laughs> oh no um but so they did like champagne instead, instead, which is a little different. But um, but yeah, it's still cool to have a drink with Arnold, I guess. So um, yeah, yep. It doesn't really matter, I guess, what you're drinking. No, you know? no, I mean, Stogies would have been cooler, but but okay. oh yeah, that would have been <laughs> epic. Uh, I donated ten dollars. Which- yeah, yeah, he won with just by donating ten dollars, which is cool. That's like holy the minimum. Criminy. Yeah, the minimum entry, and uh, he won the big prize. So, so you don't have to. That do goes that. to show you, folks. Yeah, <laughs> you don't have to do the big bucks. Right. Every small amount. Yep, every big counts. Uh, all right. Where is that guy? Where? Stop coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? Yeah, yeah, here he is. Here's Wayne. Wayne Bastrop. 
Hi, Ryan Gillen. Ryan, how are you? Arnold Radio News. Yeah. Hi. We just spoke. Good. Yes, I know. She's off doing other things. Yeah, that was yeah. good. Uh, so good to see you here. And uh, thanks for having me. Big, you didn't big tell me premiere. That you you kind of have a, an Arnoldish look to you. Oh uh, well, thank did you. He, did he, has he mentioned this before? Like meeting <laughs> in person, there's a kind of an Arnold sort of uh, quality right. about you. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. So have you seen the finished product yet? No, I haven't. First time today. Oh, so nice. I'm with along with everybody else. I, hopefully, I'm. All right, I'm, I'm still a virgin for the for the film, which is, which is great. I'm I'm looking forward to it. So. Yes, what a yes. Way to sort of you know see the entire film. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This uh, this is amazing. They got the fire going and everything, and uh, yeah, this is actually uh, this is mind blowing. It's a lot. I, I guess I say I'm a little shocked at how large it is. I'm 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 just ecstatic that so many people here, you know, are, are such fans and have come out to, to you know to see the premiere and 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 watch everybody walk and yeah. uh, you know it's it's. It's mind blowing. So this yeah. is your biggest movie to date. Uh, yeah, I would say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure. As far as like you know, blockbuster, Pretty big. And, uh, you know, sci-fi thriller. I mean, this is, this is as big as they come. So. Right, right. Yeah. And um, you, of course, play the younger version of uh, J.K. Simmons in the movie. Yeah. Um, J.K.'s not here tonight, though. He's in. Uh, oh no. He's in Prague, apparently, with his with his son, who's in the L.A. Philharmonic. I, I guess. Call you J.K. tonight. You, that, that'd be fine. You guys can do that. As long as I can sort of you know write up his tailcoats and. and, and JK maybe some credit no I won't do that I won't even try to so. <laughs> alright what, what's the most besides your own scene what's the most thing you're looking forward to seeing tonight I'm actually looking forward to really seeing the, the fight between you know uh, Arnold of today and Arnold of 1984 which I, I think everybody's looking forward to seeing that, that that action sequence that battle scene where he goes against himself I think is going to be uh, phenomenal so people keep talking about it and I can't wait to see it absolutely yeah you think the uh, the buzz is sufficiently good? You think it's going to be a big hit? I think it is. I think it is. You know, I mean, there's always detractors, of course, but you know, I mean, Jurassic World just came out, and it's what is it, the highest opening movie of all time now, and grossing movie within like a week and a half, and and that's a reboot and a, and a you know retool of the series, and um, you know, Terminator's in, in sort of that similar vein, but I think it's got probably you know more excitement behind it, you know, especially with Arnold being involved. I, I definitely agree. I think Jurassic's the biggest until this weekend, right? Yeah, until this weekend, I agree. Yeah, Fourth of July. So everybody come out. Everybody's got to come out and see the movie. So especially before Fourth of July, take some time off and sit in an air conditioned suit. In, I don't know, it's, it's like a hundred degrees here today, so it feels like, especially in the suit. So oh yeah, yeah. Thought. All right. Well, uh, yeah. All the best to you, and uh, definitely uh, look forward to the movie and everything else. Well, thanks for having me on again. Ryan, and it was good talking to you again, and yeah. nice to meet you in person. Thanks for making the trip out. So, uh, no yeah, I hope we'll talk to you afterwards after the uh, after the film and, and after everybody's reactions. We can talk again, and we can we can dissect it. We sure, can, we can sure. Go that, we can go that <laughs> Sounds right. good. All right. Cool. Thanks, guys. Yeah, so cool. Cool to talk That's to Wayne. Great. Andy. He came back to the show. Little cameo <laughs> there. Yes, yes. Um. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of his 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 part now that you've seen it? I, I liked it actually. I thought uh, yeah. he did a great job. You know, uh, of kind of yeah, like that, that was you know, awesome. the, that moment where he comes to realization of what's really going on. Right, right, right. He d- he does that very you know is kind of the you know um, uh, befuddled and kind of you know like nervous and you know he's he's, he's obviously a rookie kind of cop and. Um, right. you know, gets the sense that he's in over, over his head pretty quickly, and 
Um, but yeah, he has that kind of you know twitchy, nervous quality to him, and um, but he plays it you know it's, it's really well. He, he plays it in a humorous way, but not um, yeah, not like overly like uh, like like he's really playing it for laughs. Like it's 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 a natural enough way that it just naturally seems you know like okay, you believe this is the way this guy is and. Um, Right, yeah. Uh, and that's probably how a lot of people would react to this kind of crazy situation. Um, <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Like, what the heck? So I thought he, he did a great, uh, you know, he, he did a great uh, young version of the character, you know. Right, right. Thought, and uh, you can see that kind of, you know, yeah, how he, he tried to kind of, you know, work in the way JK kind of, you know, plays, would play something like that, too. Um and the way he does later in the movie that, you know, he shows up and he's, it's very much, even though, you know, as they, as he pointed out to us that they really don't look that similar. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but the style, you know, you can tell it is the same character. I, I think there's no, you know, there's no really real doubt to that. So, um, and JK, you know, definitely is one of the, um, the, um, the highlights of the movie too. Um, the way he plays that character in, in his scenes, um, I think, uh, most reviewers I've seen, you know, have pointed that out that he, he really nails it and, and he gets that, you know, that natural kind of comedy into the movie where it's just, you know, this dealing with this crazy situation. What's the line, the line he has that says like, God damn, Time traveling robots always you know, like <laughs> yeah yeah it's just uh, hilarious. Uh, people you in know, the theater laughed when I was classic like, delivery. Uh, you know of of you know is the perfect way to to deliver that line so it, it gets a a real good laugh, um, and uh, and in the way only he can he can really do. So um, so yeah yeah that was great. Um, so both of them did did an excellent job with that character. Um, and all right, so now we were going to get to Arnold here. Let's get to Arnold's interview. At, mm. Arnold, what's going on, man? Good to see you again. You know, at age 67, Terminator, you have more fashion sense than you've ever had in your previous years. Look at you with the rings and the belt buckles and the whole thing. So let me let me ask you about this new Arnold watch line they have coming out. Because I know you have some Terminator watches coming out, too. So let's talk about the new watch line. Uh, I have always been interested in watches. But the, the ones that I liked, like this one here, for instance, beautiful watch, but it's not something that everyone can afford. So therefore, the idea was to create a watch line that looks like that. That looks like it could be $50,000 or $100,000, but it costs only between $800 and $1,500. So this is what the idea is of the Arnold line, so that everyone can afford it, or almost everybody can afford it, and uh, they uh, can be proud of you know, something that is bigger than the normal watch out there because mine are kind of like, you know, they're military watches. They're going to be sports watches because for my sports career, athletic career, then for my, uh, you know, movie career. So you see the kind of a Terminator type of watches, military watches, action watches, and so on. And then you will see also the more refined watches, the governor's watch, 
you know, for my political career. So this is what you will see. Can you talk about like this, uh, the next airplane movie that you have coming out, and is Conan following that one? Is that the plan? Well, I uh, don't know exactly yet, but very soon I will know what the uh, kind of the schedule is going to be, which movie will be first, and all that, because yeah. it's between the, you know, triplets and between uh, Conan and. Uh, that I mean, there's a lot of things on the plate right now. Wow! So triplets, uh, triplets gets a mention here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he always throws that in. <laughs> so, wow, that's crazy. So that's still on the plate. Yeah. <laughs> I think it it will eternally be on the plate. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, but Conan, oh, triplets. But the one that uh, Randy was referring to is that uh, the one, it kind of, the story kind of came out as we were there um, a few days before the premiere. So this movie 478 is... Uh, Oh right! This story came out that saying, "Oh, this is going to be his next movie now after you know Genesis," um, and I don't know what where it came from originally, but yeah. So they so they talk about this script. Is it is a dark script? Um, it's written by this Spanish guy mm -hmm. Javier Goulon, um, who wrote Enemy. Which I don't know, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But this sounds interesting. So he plays. He would play a man whose wife and child die in a plane crash. The tragedy was caused by an air traffic controller screw up, and the air traffic controller is vilified for his mistake and placed into protective custody. But Schwarzenegger cannot let it go and is determined to seek vengeance. Um. Whoa. So it's an, it's a revenge movie, but but it says that it's more than that though. It's it's uh it plays out more like, you know, character drama. Um it's not action oriented. So this is something kind of picking up, you know, kind of like he did with Maggie. So it's going to be a, a more uh dramatic role for him if he does this. Um so yeah, so that was what uh, Randy brought up. So I thought because uh, you know, we had just heard about this before, you know, when we were talking about what to ask, and we were like, "Hmm, well, let's ask about it, <laughs> and maybe he'll he'll confirm it, yeah. or uh, you know, if it's going to be next." But um, but so you know, he didn't really confirm much of anything that other than he kind of acknowledged it. Um, but along with the Conan and triplets, the, any one of those could be next still. So, um, so we'll have to see, right. have to see what happens. Um, cause we thought that, well, you know, this is a, another smaller film. He could do this, you know, really quickly, you know, it wouldn't take that long to film and, and everything. Um, uh, while he's waiting for, you know, Conan to get ready or, you know, whatever. And, uh, um, so it is feasible. He could, he could do that while everything else is in pre-production. Um, so yeah, we'll keep an eye on that though and see what happens with 478. Um, 
Yeah, so it was cool. It was a, a brief moment with Arnold, a uh, couple quick questions, but and he talked about his watches and stuff, and that was interesting, um, the different styles of watches he, he has, and uh, how he wants yeah. it to be. I like how he said, like, you know, like, no, you know, he's, he has his own watch, he, he points out, he says, you know, people can't afford this one, because he's like... <laughs> <laughs> His probably costs you know, at least like twenty thousand dollars or something like that. Um, he said, "Like, yeah, it can be like this, but still affordable for." I think he says for most people, <laughs> or for some people, because <laughs> yeah. it's still <laughs> these watches are still like you know thousand dollar kind of watches. It's not like <laughs> you know. Um, not oh like, yeah, uh, these are elite watches. Yeah, the, yeah, the small watches you can. You know, get there's like there's there's your basic like you know casio swatches that you can get for like whatever 20 50 bucks um and then you're like you know watches that are like in the hundreds of dollars but like lower hundreds like a couple hundred you know they're a little bit nicer but still pretty basic and um then you get to like you know a thousand or so uh, and then at some point it jumps up to like you know ten thousand, twenty thousand, <laughs> really crazy ones like the Rolex and whatnot, and the the ones, the big ones that Arnold wears. Um, so yeah, so it's but uh, got to mention those, and that was cool. Got to, got to look nice and really close at at his, and got a shot of that with the. Uh, uh, with the periscope feed, <laughs> as he pointed out. Oh, that's awesome. Um, plus, Randy got a nice shot uh, of Arnold uh, with, you know, Arnold has the Terminator, uh, sc- you know, skull ring uh, that he got custom made. And Randy had a oh, similar yeah. one. Um, he has an Indo skull ring that was acquired as uh, part of a T2 3D. Uh, promotional item. Oh, so, really? Um, yeah. So Randy was wearing that one, and uh, which is obviously nowhere near the quality of the one Arnold has, because Arnold's is <laughs> both both huge yeah. and extremely detailed, and uh, Randy's was uh, quite a bit smaller and you know, doesn't quite look right on some of the details, but. Um, but still, it was cool, and you know, they, they got yeah, that's a nice moment they, there. They posed together with Arnold. Um, so yeah, it was very good to see Arnold uh, up close like that. And uh, and then after the, you know, Arnold finished up with the interviews and uh, took some pictures with the the endoskeleton and and whatnot. And um, um, then he proceeded to go into the theater. And uh, we kind of joined along with him. He, we were we were um, in front of him and his his group as they were entering the Dolby Theater, um, and uh, so we got this great video too uh, that I took uh, of the entrance um, and all the you know they had you know gates set up to to form a path into the theater and. Crowds yeah. of people were just, you know, on either side, you know, ch- you know, cheering and chanting Arnold, Arnold, 
and, you know, trying to get him to autograph or shake a hand. And it was just, you know, the, the craziness of the, you know, all the fans of Arnold there and, um, and seeing Arnold just come up the stairway and enter in. And then there were, there's like this balcony with more people, you know, watching from up there and, <laughs> and cheering when he came up. And it was just like this surreal, like just, you know, awesome experience. Um, getting to feel what it's like, you know, you know, walking with Arnold essentially as I was as he was going in. Um, so that was yeah, that sounds amazing. Um, and I posted, did I post that video? I think I posted the video of that. Um, on one of our stories that we did. Oh, it should have been on, yeah, the first red carpet one. Um, you can see that. It's on the Arnold Fans um, YouTube account. So, yeah, we go into the theater. Yeah, if you look back on our, you know, Arnold Fans Rocks the Terminator Genesis red carpet story, um, at the bottom you can see the video. Um, of Very us nice. going in there and Arnold, um, you know, and he's taking his time and, you know, you know, saying hi to all the fans and signing a few things and all that. So very, very nice. Yes. So that was kind of, you know, our red carpet experience. Um, and of course seeing the movie was, was great. Um, our, our seats were in the back of the theater because we were the last ones to go to walk into it. Um, so <laughs> we didn't have the best view because like the balcony was kind of coming in on cutting off the, the very top of the screen. Um, but it was still awesome. Hey. And it was the, you know, and you couldn't ask for a better kind of crowd to watch it with. Like, you know, it's gonna It's the most enthusiastic, possible crowd um for the movie oh yeah uh, of, of people just do just experience this red carpet and and knows all the celebrities are there watching too so everyone you know gets cheers when they their name comes up or when they enter you know we first see arnold or whatever they cheer and um so yeah yeah just lots of lots of cool moments watching that um, and then the after party that I mentioned, we had fun with, and really good food there too, and of course drinks, and um, and they were taking photos of uh, our uh, mug shots, um, and then posting them like digitally around the on screens and stuff, and then you know, they printed out a version oh. too, because uh, there's the part in the movie where they they get you know caught by the police and they they take the mug shots, so it's. Oh yeah, reproducing that. They bring in the the classic Bad Boys theme song for that se little sequence. <laughs> um, it's kind of funny. Uh, yeah. So great, great time in L.A. Um, oh yeah, I should mention the other cool thing I got to do as well um, is get to uh, step inside Arnold's uh, uh, Oak Productions office oh wow um the uh, i never got to go all the way up inside I, I just got to go to see like the mural downstairs with the oh elevators. yeah yeah the elevators yeah yep i um i got the uh the grand tour um by one of arnold's longtime employees there um a um 
a lady that I am going to blank on her name, but maybe she doesn't want it out there anyway. But um, but she's been working there for yeah. thirty like some years. Um, you know, she goes all the way back with Arnold. So um, yeah, she was very very kind in, in uh, giving us the tour. Um, uh, Randy and myself and uh, my wife and my two daughters were were there as well. So she um she wow, that's great. led all of us through there so i got to see the the mr freeze uh the endoskeleton you know terminator stuff um conan sword i got to hold i got to wield the sword wow and so that was uh that was pretty wild um and yeah it's an amazing office for sure um You've seen you you probably seen parts of it in some of the videos that Arnold has posted, you know, from his uh, uh, his Twitter, YouTube, and different things. He's he's shown he's done done that from the office before. Um, he keeps all his trophies there, and um, it's like alligator from uh, from uh, Eraser is there. Uh, the, <laughs> That's great. The Harrier jet from True Lies, the model, you know, the one they used. Uh, yeah, so much cool stuff to take in. Yeah, it was amazing. Um, so that was that was awesome. Capper to the weekend as well. So yeah, yeah, that's like a nice uh, cherry <laughs> on top. I can't believe it. Yes, it's fantastic. Um, the, yeah, he has also a model of his tank there, um, in the lobby. Oh, really? Um, as if, you know, having the tank itself wasn't cool enough. And it's, it's, it's not just like, you know, you think like, oh, a little model. No, this is like still something like, uh, a, a quarter scale or something, or a fifth scale, something like that. It's still yeah. pretty darn big for a model um it takes up like you know a, a huge space like in front of the window and stuff and in the back so um is this like tonka toys size or even bigger this is big i mean you you think you know like um this is, i would say it is about five foot long and wow. like you know Two feet high, something like that. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty massive, pretty good size, and uh, and it's of course his his tank. Um, so, but you <laughs> you know you got to see the the full size tank there, so that's cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, amazing weekend. Um, so let's. Let's get back to you know talking about the movie and uh, wrap things up. Uh, we'll get into spoiler territory because um, so I think uh, you know that's that's uh, merits some some discussion too. Um, so here's you know is the chance to to stop the podcast if you don't want to to get spoiled on on you know everything in the movie. Um, and, you know, go see it before you, you listen to what we have to say. Um, so, yeah, uh, the big, you know, of course, 
the, the reveal that we all knew before um, from the trailers and whatnot that John Connor is the Terminator. Um, that turns out like, I mean, that was pretty much the big twist in the movie, right? Like, we were hoping like yep. there was going to be more to it than that, but um, no, nah, not really. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, th- yeah, that's that's very true. I mean, there's other, you know, I mean, yeah, they, you have to figure out. Okay, so how are they going to beat him, and you know, and what 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 actually happens at the end? You know, of course, was was kept under wraps, so that's that's okay. Like like so, and then. Um, did you um, uh, did you pick up that uh, Arnold's probably going to be uh, okay at the end, or he's going to come back somehow? When you when you first saw it, uh, I you know I wasn't sure what to expect. I mean, I guess that you know, like one that was kind of dropping into the the liquid metal, right? Right. I was like, well, earlier in the film, something happened, and this happened, right? When these turn things interact, they make, so yeah, and they kind of mentioned, the, yeah, they make the point CPU, yeah, they make the point of saying it needs a CPU to 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 keep a form and that kind of thing, and it just it seems like an obvious kind of setup of of something. <laughs> you just don't know what exactly, and then it's like, oh, he's going in the liquid metal. Hmm, <laughs> like <laughs> what could happen there? Yeah. So I was like, yeah, he'll be back. Um, but uh, but I like how they you know, they reveal it with uh, the you know him him opening the uh, the blast door at the end with the the T one thousand style arms you know prying it out just like, oh, yeah. just like in T two when he did the elevator door um, was, that was a very much you know callback to that moment and um, and you're supposed to be like oh no there's another T one thousand or something but but no it's Arnold All right. <laughs> um, and then he says, "Yep, just got an upgrade." Um, so that was cool. Yeah, I, so it was a pretty like yeah. That was, not a, that was not a twist I necessarily saw coming. No, no, I wouldn't have guessed that that would happen. You know, before I saw the movie, so um, so it was a pleasant surprise. And and then, you know the you'd, would it have been? Do you think it would it have been better if if he? stayed terminated if he he was he, he sacrificed himself fully for the in the end or do you like him coming back i mean obviously i always want to see more arnold <laughs> yeah yeah i think maybe james cameron may have left him dead just for the right. jerker part of it yep yep i mean that moment in um, t2 is like uh, you can and the fact that you can't really top that you know maybe it's it's better they they didn't try to do that again, but um, right. Um, but uh, and the fact of you know that they're setting up sequels, and we already know that they they want to pr- progress with that. So, um, uh, so of course, if you want, this definitely had a more happy ending than I was expecting. It was. It was very you know kind of tied up quite Optimist. neatly and very happy and yeah. uh, optimistic in the end. Um, the, you know they're they're not they don't feel bound by you know fate or anything anymore they're they're free to do what they want and um so that's cool it's it's kind of the you know the a version of the ending that uh Cameron was playing with for T2 also when when Sarah's in the future on the park bench 
and uh, you know, and Judgment Day did not come, and all this, and she does that voiceover with the alternate ending right. to T two. Um, so it's more along that lines. Um, but of course, you get the then the end credit scene that uh, that shows. Oh no, there's still you know. <laughs> Yeah. Skynet's still there, you know. He can, you know, he's he's gonna start evolving again. Um, Doctor Who is back. Yeah, right. Um, so you know, of course, they were gonna leave the door open like that. Um, but yeah, I I thought it was cool the way they brought you know the Arnold came back with the T one thousand upgrade and and that that makes it also easier for him to you know now he can do cool T one thousand stuff. Going forward, right, and he doesn't have to deal with these like you know these you know, the, the the skin getting you know getting uh, beat up all the time and uh, and his parts and oh his, right you know his, his hand that he had the, the 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 trouble with the whole the whole movie and everything so right so you know and even his knee nice. his knee popped right his knee and yeah, all that. And the whole the uh, you know the, rec- the other recurring old not obsolete um, line right yeah came back a few times. Um, I thought that was a good you know that was a good way to acknowledge his age and uh, but you know s- still say like well he he still kicks butt you know um, right he can still and he definitely did in this he knows, movie he knows you know he knows a thing or two and. Um, can uh, can definitely help. Oh, um, yeah. The other moment I loved was um, I liked the moment when they they so they're in 1984. They decide to jump forward to 2017, and um, so Arnold sends them through the time machine, and then it's just him, uh, you know, alone. And uh, it's kind of this uh, oh, like yeah. sad little moment, like like, like yeah. he doesn't really he he doesn't express you know um, like he's sad or anything, but it's just the way he kind of like looks around and is like, okay, we'll gotta start cleaning this up or something, you know? <laughs> like, and then <laughs> right, yeah, it's just me and he has to take the long way, right? He takes the long way. I like that uh, how he says that. Um, um, I actually love the they somehow made him look maybe even younger than T three. Younger than those T3? Moments. Did you notice that? Oh, I think he looked looked pretty damn good uh, in those nineteen eighty four. Yeah, in the eighty four part, right? Because then later he has the gray hair and everything, and he's older. But yeah, uh, yeah he does. Uh, he looks yeah fairly good in the in those the eighty four scenes. Um. So, um, so yeah, that moment was good. Um, I liked, oh yeah, I thought a, a missed opportunity with the T-1000, like they did a lot mm-hmm. of like little callbacks with, you know, the, the eye coming, you know, healing and, and diving through the windshield. But I thought that one other thing they could have done, um, that I was like expecting, um, is when the T-1000 shows up. Um, and then, um, uh, he shows up after they escape to that warehouse type area where they bring the other T-800, um, 
and oh, right. uh, and he was yeah. like bringing the T eight hundred back to life again. Um, yeah, there's a moment where he he gets like you know um, where um, you know Kyle Reese uh, shoots him or something, and 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 it, you know it kind of like affects him a little bit, but then he, he like turns and notices that oh, like Kyle's there. And I thought, like, oh, what a perfect moment! He could have done the um, the, the little finger wag. <laughs> that right, yeah, I was did. expecting that too. <laughs> I was like, that, that, that would have been, been a nice little touch there. Um, yeah, maybe that was a Robert Patrick exclusive. <laughs> right, right. Only Robert Patrick model does that. Um, <laughs> yeah, and who knows where he 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 learned it from. Um, yeah, but yeah, that would that would have been a fun little moment. Uh huh. So I was like, no, I do wish there were more T two. I wish they had gone to the you know that time. Yes, frame. yes, that too. Exactly. I was like, because they you know they talk about okay, we got to go to nineteen ninety seven now, and I was like, oh yeah, we're gonna go to T two, but then no, no, we're going to twenty seventeen, and then that whole gets into that future, which is completely different. Um, yeah, but yeah, cause the way they had originally talked about the, the, the script and everything is they were going to visit moments from T1 and T2 and, and, right. you know, do yeah. them differently. Ended up, it was, you know, really all T1 that they, they recreated and, um, T2 gets overwritten essentially because it's, it's all changed from that point. Um, which makes yeah, sense, you know, true. logically from the plot, you know, once they change things in 1984, then they really can't have T2 the way, you know, the way it happened in um, in its original form. Um, yeah, because so. I guess at that point, John hadn't been Right, right. John, yeah, John wasn't conceived, so he couldn't have been born and he wanted <laughs> any of that. So I was like... Um, so yeah, it's completely, you know, blanked out. Um, and, um, I, I read one review that was like, you know, as soon as they went forward in time without, you know, getting it on and making John, like that should have erased everything from existing. Yeah. <laughs> that should have like, you know, John didn't yeah. exist from there. And it was like, because once you, uh, I mean, it, does, it takes very little, like once you change even like the exact timing of the conception of a child, like it won't be the same exact child then, right? Because you know it's like one, yeah, you would think one of however million sperm and whatever has to fertilize an egg, and so you can't reproduce the exact same thing that way. So, um, but you know, oh that, wow, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's kind of funny. And that's kind of how they play loose with some of the time travel rules and the the way they they set it up there um is that that there are are multiple timelines um that all coexist it's like there's not one definitive timeline that you can only right. you know affect this one and then you know i think that stems all the way back to t1 right you know where reese is like one possible future possible future right 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 yep yep that's exactly how they said it so, um, so yeah, so there are, and, and there's also an interview with the writers where they, um, they mention that the, um, the Matt Smith, you know, Skynet character, um, they, 
that he is actually kind of he, he's a time jumper. He's jumping around in time through various timelines, you know, figuring out and and it all, you know, figuring out you know all these end with Skynet getting defeated, you know, and, and you know figuring the exact spot to um, change things to affect, you know, to to infect John with the you know to the Terminator or whatever he does, and um, to become you know right. one himself, and um, so that he pinpointed that that point to to do it, where it's kind of the the nexus moment that Arnold mentions, you know, the he talks about. Uh, was is the, the nexus point in the um um in the uh whatever field the uh the quantum field and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it starts confusing everyone um they do give him quite a few uh like tongue twisting lines to to have to go through there um yeah but, it's almost like data from next yeah, generation right, right. yeah yeah techno stuff but uh but anyway you know so yeah so time travel theory is you know it's crazy but basically you can you, they can make their own rules for it like you know when he said when um when uh you know John Connor says then that uh, they they say well you can't kill us otherwise you won't be born and John Connor says I think I can kill you because we're uh st- like stranded in time or something like that and you know we're we're apart from everything so it uh, you know I'll still exist in these other timelines or whatever if I kill you so um so they kind of oh, wow. reason yeah. reason his way around that um which which is interesting. So, um, yeah, what else? Like, yeah, it would have been cool to see some more T2, uh, you know, scenes and stuff set from that period. But, um, but yeah, we see why that, that didn't, wasn't able to happen. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah, and you know, the R rating would have been nice for, usually a Terminator movie has a real good, like, brutal killing somewhere you know that the you know like the the t-1000 does you know the 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 arm through the the milk container you know and through the head um that kind of right yeah like really like oh man because he he does like uh he stabs some people through the chest to to kill them you know quickly or whatever but it's it's all like blood free (laughs) and um (laughs) Yeah, and just like, ooh, okay, he's gone. Because um, even in T three, like when the T X uh, punched to the cop's chest, you know, when the oh, hell yeah. boyfriend, yeah, or yeah, yeah, and yeah, like starts was, driving with right. his bloody hands. <laughs> yeah, that was a great moment. Um, yeah, I was like, that yeah. was rated R. You know, showing That's, the brutality of the Terminator. Yeah, yeah, you know, they, yeah, but this one, you you don't really feel. The, the casualties of you know the that people are getting killed by this guy so um so yeah so that's you know a slight disappointment but um that's the way they went so i don't know um there was a lot of terminator versus terminator yes yes to make up for which it. you don't have you know obviously that you know you can you can do without the need for for blood and stuff but uh but yeah, right. it was it was a good you know end fight and everything and uh, um, 
Um, you know, of course, the Arnold versus Arnold fight, we didn't even really mention much, but, uh, that, that was, you know, awesome as we were expecting. Um, uh, oh, yeah, that's not great. The effects, the CGI all, was great. Yeah, it, it came together and they, they fine tuned it and everything, you know, like, like we were saying all along, don't judge by what's in the trailer. Um, but yeah, it looked quite, quite good. Um, even, you know, just the scenes where Arnold's, you know, the, the young Arnold is looking around and, and going up to the, the punks and everything is very, very convincing. Um, Oh yeah, well, I mean, a lot of the shots were yeah pretty pretty spot on. Oh yeah, yeah, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, and except, of course, you know the the other slight change is uh, when Arnold you have the shot when he's walking out and looking over the city. You you don't see his his butt cheeks there. <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're they're kind of just in shadow. Um, so you don't have the, the full, like, nude, you know, Arnold, Arnold ass there, <laughs> which was funny. Oh, man, the ladies are missing out. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, <laughs> but, uh, what else, what else, what else was cool? So, yeah, so the reveal of, you know, John Connor, um, I thought that the scene was great the way they did it. And, um, I actually did go with, um, the second time I saw it, I, it was, it was with, um, my wife and my uncle, um, in San Francisco and, uh, and my uncle had avoided basically any of the spoilers. He, uh, oh, wow. he didn't see that later trailer, you know, he didn't, so he didn't know about the John Connor reveal, um, so I was like, Oh, this is great. Like, so, so don't, you know, don't, yeah. don't watch anything before we go see it. And, um, um, so, so I was like, I was, I was looking over at him when, when that part happened and, and, and he was genuinely like surprised at that. And I was like, Oh man, I would, love, <laughs> I would have loved to experience like he did, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, that would have been amazing. Like he was like he was like oh okay <laughs> like that's interesting. I wonder I wonder why they chose to. D- well, you know, that I so mean, early on. yeah, I mean, you know why? Because they were nervous that the movie was not getting oh, well, yeah. enough buzz. It was not you know people were like questioning you know whether it was just going to be the same old kind of rehashed terminator movie so you know they wanted to put it out there so that it drummed up interest and you know said like oh yeah you know john connor's a bad guy now wow that's different um so the hope was yeah, that it would true. get better publicity for the movie and get more people interested in seeing it um i think you know I I can see that point of view of of the reasoning why they did that, but I I do think it was a mistake, um, and they they yeah. could have they still could have hinted that you know something different is is going on with this new Terminator, but you know they didn't have to reveal that it was John Connor. I think you know there were different ways they yeah. could have gone about it, especially because there's so much time with. There's no actual skin on it, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And this reveal happens, you know, it's probably about halfway through the movie, I guess. Um, because they have to do the whole 1984. Yeah. They they start in the future, 
they, they send Kyle back, they do the whole 1984 sequence, and then they go jump forward, and then it's a little bit before they get caught, and then John Connor meets up with him in the hospital or whatever. Um, so... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's like uh, about halfway through, maybe a little earlier, but... Um, but, yeah, it's just like... It, that's the big moment where it's like, man, yeah, that's, uh, you know, this this is interesting now. And if I hadn't been spoiled on that, it would have been a really cool moment to experience that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, would have, yeah. Because, yeah, because after that, you know, it's, you know, pretty, you you can pretty much see where it's going to go. You know, they're going to chase each other around a while. Um, they'll figure out a way to, to, to trap them or beat them and, and, uh, you know, everyone's happy. <laughs> um, right. so yeah, or they would fail and judgment day would come in or whatever. Um, <laughs> it's the other way. Um, right. So yeah, I, I definitely would have preferred if they not revealed that in the trailers, um, and all the other marketing. Um, so, hopefully. yeah, I, I was very curious to see how they were going to take care of the T one thousand, and I'm, I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a plan. That was a good, yeah, that was a good new new method of disposing him too, because <laughs> uh, yeah, because right. they were, so you can't do liquid nitrogen again, and uh, or the molten steels eventually would would uh, got him. Um, it would be it would be like um you know with my Gillinator movie where we had the the lava room that you know you have to have <laughs> you have to oh here's the lava room we'll get him in there um yeah but um yeah it's uh but yeah the acid trap was was it was really cool um and uh with the you know the 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 effects and the way it happened is starts you know eating away at him and he's trying to form and it's like you know making all these weird yeah. things and things and um and then you know of course he jumps, how, jumps out again and Arnold has to hold him there and gets his skin, right so we see why off. he loses like in the trailer you see him yep yep with how, like his hand all how his arm gets affected exposed. yeah uh, which is also why he can't jump forward in time. Then, so it, it's it's a nice you know it's a nice plot device that the, that explains that. So because otherwise, why wouldn't he come along with him? So it, you know, yeah, it, it makes it nice, nice and neat, um, you know, and not not stretching you know the imagination to uh, come up with that. Um, so yeah, acid bath for the T one thousand. That's the way to go. Um, I remember that tip. <laughs> very <laughs> cool. Um, but and that was the other thing, though that um, that was the the unanswered question that I had after the whole thing is that so you have the it's like who sent Arnold back, you know, to the seventies originally, and you don't know that. Um, but also, so he gets sent back because there's a T-1000 that gets sent after Sarah. And um, because she mentions oh, yeah. when she recalls about it, you know, the you know she's telling Kyle the story, is that they're in a boat or whatever, and she thinks that the boat sprung a leak. 
but instead it's the T-1000, you know, liquid forming or whatever. Um, so it is a T-1000 back there then, um, that's, that kills her parents and is, was supposed to kill her. But if that's the case, then how did they deal with the T-1000 way back then? And right, yeah. What happened to that T one thousand? Is that, or is it the one that's been is, chasing? Yeah, them and that's that's what I. Uh, one thing I've heard too is that it's supposed to be the same T one thousand, so that the one that Byung Hun Lee plays, um, is right. has been around since the seventies, and they've had to basically be on the run, you know, and, and hiding from that T one thousand that whole time. Which is kind of seems like a stretch for me. Um, it, I I would have <laughs> a better time believing that they they somehow took care of it then, or maybe I don't know, found a way to contain it, or you know, something like that. Like oh, yeah. I can see that happening. Like maybe they they find a way to they can't kill it, um, but um, but they find a way to you know to 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 contain it somewhere so it doesn't you know get out but then eventually it does get out um and cuz they they know that it's coming too cuz they know that the T1000 is going to be there cuz they are able to plan and set the trap for it um oh right yep so but if you know and when was that one sent there was it just sent there you know, the same time Kyle came back, or had that one been around since, you know, whenever. So that's that's definitely an unanswered part of it. Um, well, it was there before Kyle was, it seemed, because it didn't, it didn't show an arrival scene. Right, yet. right, right. Yeah, they don't do an arrival scene for it, because, yeah, he's just there. Um, but he seems to know, so he knows when that Kyle is showing up at that point. So it has that knowledge. And so it's like, it's been waiting for, for that to happen to show up maybe. Yeah. Um, like maybe it's programming was, if you can't kill Sarah, then yeah, wait around for Kyle to show up. <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. just what it does. I don't know. Um, that's an interesting thing to, to think about too. Um, well, we know the TX had multiple targets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was taking out all the generals and different things, which was that was yeah, that was a smart thing too. Um, hmm. I don't know. Are there any other like? Uh, I did like like the electromagnetic punching device that Arnold made. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the thing he made so he could uh, yeah disrupt the. Uh, his his field or whatever, <laughs> uh, <laughs> right? So he couldn't reform or something. Yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. That was a good uh, good thing he came up with because in the, in the MRI machine part, you know, where he's getting pulled back in the MRI machine was good, and that was that felt like a callback to T three also because the TX yeah gets, did, gets yeah. Uh, incapacitated by the. Uh, the uh, particle accelerator in the in the facility, um, yeah, where the liquid metal gets pulled off of her and stuff, and um, so that's a s- similar moment to this with John Connor. Um, 
And someone pointed out too that um, John Connor is actually um, like there are tears coming back from his face during that scene. Um, oh right! Did just, so it seems like he even experienced pain or something. Um. Well, yeah, I don't know. If it, I don't think it's pain, but I think he he's like supposed to be like he he feels hurt by you know being rejected by his 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 parents essentially <laughs> his mom and dad <laughs> you know like he was yeah. hoping that uh you know that you know they would join him or whatever and and uh you know in this great future <laughs> with with uh, Skynet yeah. and everything and uh he's quite delusional in that aspect but uh uh yeah but i think he was supposed to be like you know cuz he's he's talking about he's trying he's he's kind of pleading with with Kyle at that point uh, like you know he's saying like oh i thought it would be different or something like that and um so it's kind of a, an interesting yeah. moment there and and it shows you that he's not fully machine like it is still John Connor, you know, kind of, he's got these human emotion parts to him still. Um, yeah. So it's kind of revealed. So did Arnold's guardian character develop emotions or something? Yeah. He obviously had some sort of bond that's towards the, Sarah. Yeah, that's the other interesting thing is that similar to, um, you know, at the end of T2, he, uh, you know, he, he kind of understands, you know, he, he you know the the you know the, I know now why you cry, but it's something I can never do. So he 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 gets close to that in T two, and in this one, um, you know he's been around even longer, you know, much longer time with Sarah. Um, right. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think that's feasible that he could uh, you know kind of. Either, either you know, program himself or develop those kind of, you know, uh, emotional uh, attachments to uh, to uh, to Sarah because, uh, yeah, that that uh, the the last thing he says where he says uh, uh, what he says, take care of my Sarah, right? He says, yeah. he says my Sarah, and that's uh, that's very. Uh, um, it's a very kind of touching kind of thing, like uh, get the get the, right. you know, the, the get the little feels in there, right? Um, <laughs> um, but it was good, you know. Yeah, it, I actually it, didn't it, mind that. It could have been, you know, it could be like, you know, cheesy again, but uh, if handled a different way. But I think it it felt pretty genuine. So, um, oh yeah. So yeah, that was good. I I, I did guess. like the the moment where he and uh, Reese were kind of timing themselves, putting the balloon in the cartridges or whatever. And yep, yep, there it's, it's like the kind of the face off. Um, yeah, that was pretty. Fun. Yeah, trying to to one up each other and um, yeah, yeah, that was <laughs> that was a fun scene. And then Sarah's listening to that um, uh, that the eighties. What is it like the replacements or something like that? Um, that tune. Yeah. While they're doing that, that was an interesting, uh, yeah, little little 
little sequence there, and then he has the you know the hand glitch and the thing, and then he says old. Yeah, he just says old, and then Kyle says not obsolete. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. So, I really like that tagline, you know. Mm-hmm. We're all getting a little older. We're not obsolete. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything else to say? I mean, yeah, we've uh, been pretty pretty thorough. I thought the, you know, like in addition to the score and everything, the the cinematography was was very good. Um like I said emulating the the depth of field you get from James Cameron um especially early on. Um Oh, for sure, yeah. The way they did the, you know, they matched the the color of the the 1984 scenes to to kind of, you know, have that kind of blue greenish kind of uh overcast um yeah to the nighttime stuff so that was yeah I, I love a lot of the 1984 stuff i think that's some of the you know mm-hmm. the, some of the real yeah the picture yeah there is, yeah that was that stuff it was really good um and then and now i will say like sometimes you know watching the first turner movie so much when you go back and you watch this one and you hear like they're sort of recreating moments, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hear like if they say it differently, like the homeless guy, you know, right. he says it a little bit differently. He's like, Hey yeah, yeah. man, did you, Hey buddy, did you see a real bright light? <laughs> right. You know, right. This guy's a little bit differently. Yeah. You can tell it's, you know, it's yeah, it's slightly different. And, um, the guy, yeah, the guy, or even the, like the, the, the dumb, dumb truck guy. Yeah. Dumb truck guy. What the hell? He only says "What the hell?" once. <laughs> right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. So they don't, they don't loop the line. We know the differences. Um, <laughs> but I thought they got they ta- the the guy looked very much. Yeah, yeah. They they the, got the, the look the, down on that guy very good. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, they couldn't couldn't quite tell right away that it was different. But um, more. So yeah, so we get to see if they do two more movies. Um, I don't know. What, what would you like to see in the the next Terminators that come out? I mean, it's kind of wide open, like you know. Yeah, but literally, they really, you know, Sarah Connor is now the John Connor in this t- timeline. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, yeah. John, you know, she's the done. savior now. Yeah, like we don't we don't need no John Connor now. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, like uh, I mean, I'm sure something's gonna happen because it seemed like she was starting to sort of fall for Kyle Reese, or you know. Oh yeah, they're they're obviously you know still gonna get together and. Uh, um, right, so that still needs to happen. Um, and maybe they uh, can drag it out into the third picture. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, but they. I mean, I don't know. They don't. They don't have to have a child necessarily anymore. And and uh, right, that's true. Who knows? Or they could have a completely different child. I don't know. We were, my wife and I were kind of theorizing on different things they could do. And um, 
And yeah, there's a lot of different ways they could go. I still would love to see um, Arnold as the human Arnold character. Um, yeah, that would be that'd be great. Who was um, you know the, he was featured that way in these um, the 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 novels that came out um, that were kind of a continuation of T two. Um, that his human character played a big role in, in some of those, um, helping out, uh, Sarah and John Connor. But, um, yeah, the, I think they should definitely do that at some point. Um, and yeah, I'd love to see that. And I don't know. And there's still definitely more to be done with, um, with uh, Miles and Danny Dyson. Uh, their roles were very small in this one. Um, yeah, they're pretty, pretty small. They had, you know, like two scenes and that was pretty much it. Um, so we'd like to see more from them. Um, you know, they obviously could still you know, be working on stuff and, and, uh, creating more potential problems in the future. Um, yeah, I mean, like what, you know, so what, what threat do you have in the future? Like, you know, where do you go from there? It's like, there, there are only so many like, you know, T-1000s and other similar kind of Terminators you can, you can keep going with. Um, I know we got nanobot terminators. Yeah, the nanobot thing. Um, so, like, yeah, how do you keep it, you know, interesting and different? Um, you go. I mean, you know, of course, one one way to go is is to go into the future war. Do like a whole movie that's like during the war and and um, yeah, this time I actually have lasers. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, not during the, like, build up to the war or anything, and, and, you know, we, that's, that's what, you know, a lot of fans have still been clamoring for, is, is just give us an all-out, you know, uh, battle, you know, huge battles going on with Terminators and HKs and, and things, and all these things that we get little bits of in each movie, um, yeah, but, um, is like you know, it could be pretty exciting. Um, but I thought I that's what you were going to get with Salvation, but it wasn't quite. Yeah, that. yeah, that's that's kind of what you know the, the promise was there. It's like yes, everyone wants the future, so now we're in it. Um, but it was just yeah, not didn't quite deliver on that that promise there. Yeah, uh, just little little skirmishes in in the water and in uh, gas stations <laughs> and you know giant you know transformer terminator thing um so yeah uh so we could definitely do that i don't know but then you got to keep the human aspect to it too so we can connect with the uh you know the characters really well and and bring in some some new characters too. Um, right. That's so it's, true. It's not just, you know, John Connor, 
you know, Sarah Connor, Kyle Reese, and uh, and Pops. And the Guardian. <laughs> yeah. Good old Pops. Um, yes, I mean, that's a, that's a good question. Where do you go from, you know, because they tied it up sort of with a nice happy bow. Except right. with, if you stay post-credits, you, could, you know that, oh, well, there's something that survived that crash. Yep, yep. Or explosion. So. It will, uh, yeah, keep trying to do something. Um, and so, the, yeah, is he going to keep trying to, like, play around with the timelines and uh, meddle with uh, with that kind of stuff? Or um, or get it, um, I don't know, like, maybe he'll get, like, a, maybe it'll be, like, a human... People are like start recruit, recruiting other humans that uh, you know would prefer to be you know with the on the side of the machines or something or that would be something a little, mm. a little bit different. Um, yeah, like you know because you know basically like you know, seduce people by saying you know you'll be you know you'll be able to do all this cool stuff with you know this technology will just you know, hook everyone up to, and um, maybe that's, oh, right. maybe that's the new way. Like to, the new new genesis. Instead of yeah, so instead of um, instead of you know the goal being to you know to bomb everyone, you know, with Judgment Day, it's it's a little more you know more sinister and more you know working in getting into getting you know getting into the population and and. Uh, in right, more infiltration kind of thing. So, um, yeah, that could be a different different way they could go with that. Hmm. Literally take us over from the inside out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Get humans on that'd, that'd the side of the machine. That'd take a lot of uh, guts to do for the franchise. You know, that's yep, not necessarily yep. conventional. Yeah. Right. Well, it's yeah. I don't know. They they gotta they gotta keep it uh, keep it keep it fresh though. So just like you know, st- you know, the new Star Trek movies have kind of uh, you know they started with a cl- a clean slate more or less, and um, even though they still brought back Khan, yeah, yeah, they still did Khan. <laughs> so it's like yeah. Like <laughs> that is kind of funny. Like they okay, they can do anything they want now. So we're gonna redo Wrath of Khan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't want don't want Terminator to do that. I think so. Um, yeah. So there's there's lots of different things that that possibilities. The future is not set. Uh there's no fate but what Paramount makes. <laughs> right. <laughs> Before 2018, because then James Cameron gets the rights back. Uh, oh, right. And that's not that far away. All right. No, no. They got to get cracking. And then it'll probably be put on a shelf and never be Because they already have again. dates. They already have dates reserved um, for the the two, you know, the two next movies. I think oh, that's good. Is it seven May May twenty seventeen is the next next one? Mm, yeah, I have to start filming soon. 
Yes, they would. All right. All right. Well, it's been a cool, um, cool podcast. Uh, discussing all the the various things about the uh, Terminator Genesis here. Um, I will go see it again. I definitely encourage everyone to see it multiple times while you get the chance. And because um, yeah, I get I definitely got you know got more out of it the second time I saw it. Um, pick up on little little details and uh, and uh, Easter eggs here and there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just you know, it definitely shows me that it, they did. You know, they, they definitely cared about you know doing it right and uh, doing a good Terminator movie, which I believe they did. You know, it's again, it's not gonna not gonna you know top T one or T two by any means, um, but did pretty darn good nonetheless. And uh, definitely outdid T3 and T4 by quite a bit. Oh, yeah, and I agree with you there. So, yeah. All right, though. We are going to take off here. And um, I'll thank our usual people that uh, we plug all the time. Arnocore with the ballsy music. Uh, rocking out. That was the one disappointing thing is I didn't get uh, didn't get to see Arnocore while I was um, uh, out there. They, they did not make any appearance. Um, at the oh, premiere, man. For premiere or at the Conan. There were other there were other um, Arnold Arnold uh, bands at the Conan screening, uh, including Schwarzenegger. Um, and, uh, cause I asked them about Arnocore while I was there. I was like, so you guys like, uh, you know, mortal enemies with Arnocore? And they're like, no, no, we love Arnocore. They're great. And so, so these, these those cool. two groups get along. Um, I think it's the other one, the other one that's more like the, um, the death metal, um, uh, band is the, that's the one that we don't really like. But it's, it's not Rage Against the Machine. Not Rage Against the Machine, no. <laughs> um, but anyway, but that was cool. But we didn't get to see Arnicore there. Um, uh, hopefully, yeah, I'm sure the, the schedule just didn't work out. I think they were trying to like play at the after party at some point or something like that. That would have been cool. But um, it was not meant to be that their fate was not what they made there. Um, but I know they're doing great touring around. Check out Arnocore's tu- tunes on arnocore.com. It's A-R-N-O-C-O-R-P-S dot com. And get that good ballsy tunes. And then uh, Daniel Marshall for the cigars. I did get to see Daniel Marshall there. He was cool. Uh, he was hanging out at our, you know with Arnold at our after party. Um, awesome guy. Awesome cigars. You know. Smoke them, you know. You know, it's the perfect time with the new Terminator in theaters to uh, light up a stogie with uh, some friends when you, you know, either before or after you go see it, you know, be like that. 
Um, so great. That will wrap up this episode of Arnold Radio News. We hope that you like it and you, uh, you know, leave reviews on iTunes for us because that, uh, you know, helps us get more exposure, get more people listening, and uh, get up the iTunes rankings and all that, all those kinds of things. Um, so, yes, let us know, you know, got suggestions for the show you um let us know what you think of terminator genesis i would love to hear from more fans um you know both that loved it and what aspects they loved and uh anything you're critical about in the movie i mean there are legitimate things that uh you know are not perfect about it um they could definitely do have done some things better but uh so, you know, let us know what the, what things you would change about it, too. It's, it's always good to, uh, you know, to hear, and we can make suggestions for the you know, the, the creators if they, they go forward with the next one. Um, so, yeah, feedback. Uh, Arnold Radio News on Twitter. Arnold Radio News uh, at gmail.com. Give us there. Um, and then uh, we've got our own Twitter accounts. Got at Gillinator and oh, what is your Brandon? At Crumb Studios. Crumb Studios, yes. K R U M Studios. Yes, that's great. So hit us up on all those places, and um, all right. So you know, next show, I don't know, we'll do something else. We'll be, I'm sure there'll be some more Terminator follow-up to go on. Um, as we get more more feedback on that and the box office figures, um, and uh, we still got to do a watch through of uh, T2 sometime, so um, maybe we'll get on that in uh, a little bit. Um, it is the time. Yes, I would love to, to watch that now after we've seen this. So. All right, so lots of more to look forward to, and more interviews and stuff, of course, with uh, Arnold celebrities and uh, uh, stories and tales to be told. All right, so but now, take your toys back to the carpet, and we will see you next time on Arnold Arnold Radio, Radio. News. You are terminated. Ah. They didn't bring back uh, Hasta La Vista in this one. That, that could have been another thing, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. I guess they'll save it for the next one. <laughs> yeah, you gotta hold, hold, hold something back. Yeah. Blew it all, but... Um, got you, got you, I'll be back, and all those things, and... Um, come with me if you want to live. Yeah, come with me if you want to live. And yeah, that's getting. Um, I don't know. That, that one's getting like you, know, you. You can probably skip that one next time, maybe. Um, <clears throat> the um, yeah, the thumbs up. Yeah, I like the thumbs up he gave. After oh, the, after the kill, Sarah took out the, you know, the young one. That was a good. Uh, Little callback moment there. Yeah. Arn old versus Arn young. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'll have to use that next podcast. Right. 